Hello, and welcome to another episode of Life in the Dark, a podcast dedicated to the golden age of radio and Hollywood's classic era. This podcast is part of the Nomad in the Middle network. More information can be found at nomadinthemiddle.com. program brought to you by Jell-O and Jell-O Pudding, starring Jack Benny, with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. The orchestra opens the program with Relax. You know, friends, it's not really considered quite fair to open packages before Christmas, but of course there's one package that you can open any day with the whole family's hearty approval. And that's a package of Jell-O. Open a package and serve it tomorrow. And let the folks at your house enjoy Jell-O's wonderful new locked-in flavor. Jell-O's gay scintillating colors add charm to any table. Lend a festive touch to any meal. Why, just to look at a bright, shimmering mold of Jell-O is enough to set appetites a tingle. And when it comes to flavor, well, Jell-O is simply in a class by itself. There's just nothing that can beat Jell-O's rich, tangy taste. So full of intriguing flavor, so downright good and refreshing. Tomorrow, treat everybody to a tempting dish of Jell-O. Ask your grocer for all of Jell-O's six delicious flavors. They're all locked in and they're all better than ever. Relax, played by the orchestra. And now, ladies and gentlemen, once again, the Yuletide season is here with all its joy and gaiety. So without further ado, we bring you a star to place atop your Christmas tree, Jack Benny. Well, hello again, this is Jack Benny talking. And Don, that was quite a whimsical introduction, a star to place atop your Christmas tree. I suppose you said that because I'm a movie star, is that right? No, Jack, that wasn't my thought at all. Oh. I meant that you actually and physically resemble a star. Well, I don't, uh... I, uh, I don't get it, Don. What do you mean? Well, for instance, you've got a dash of silver in your hair. Yes. And you've always got a merry twinkle in your eye. Yes, yes. And the seat of your pants is always bright and shiny. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. And you're wearing the only pair of pointed shoes in Hollywood. Now, wait a minute, Don. I'm not going to argue about the silver and the twinkle, and I'll even go along with the shiny pants. But these pointed shoes I've got on are very popular. They're French Shriner and Erner's new bayonet model. <laughs> They're, uh... They're very snappy, don't you think? Snappy is right. But personally, Jack, I like a shoe that spreads out. Listen, brother, any shoe you step into is doomed. <laughs> Believe me. Oh, I'm not so heavy on my feet. You're not, eh, Don? Your arches fell the first time your mother said, Come on, Snookums, walk toward me. <laughs> but speaking about these shoes I'm wearing... Wow, get a load of them. Did Vaudeville come back? 
No, vaudeville didn't come back. <laughs> Just so happens that for a change, I switched to a pointed, tight-fitting shoe. Then where do you keep your money now? <laughs> I've got a hollow tooth. I can go along with a gag, sister. <laughs> now, let me tell you something, young lady. Any more of those Livingston Lulus tonight, and your invitation to my Christmas party next Thursday is automatically canceled. Remember that. Oh, Jack, speaking of your party, what are you going to serve for dinner? Turkey, goose, or duck? Ham hocks, and not another word about it. <laughs> Come early, Don. You know, a lot of big, uh, a lot of big movie stars are going to be there. Movie stars? Name one. Now, there'll be lots of them. Come on, name one. Oh, they'll be there. Don't stall. Name one movie star that's going to be at your party. All right, Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> I know he's coming because he already sent me a wire by Western Union. Western Union I heard about, but who was Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> who is Rodney Dangerfield? Well, I'll be... Mary, did you see the Fargo kid rides the Pony Express on the Santa Fe Trail at the Hitching Post Theater last week? Did you? No. Well, that was Rodney's greatest performance. If you could have seen him jump out of the second-story window of a burning building and gallop out of town on his horse, blazing away with his six-shooter in one hand and playing tumbleweed girl I love you on his guitar with the other. <laughs> well, what a scene. Pretty thrilling, huh? Was it? A kid sitting in back of me got so excited he beat me on the head with a stick of licorice. <laughs> anyway, you'll meet Rodney at my house next Thursday. Well, who else is coming, Jack? Well, you know, I'm making a picture with Carol Lombard, so naturally I had to invite her. And I also told her to ask Clark if he wanted to come. He whiz, is Clark Gable going to be at your party? Well, I'm not sure about him, but I got a definite no from Lombard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, and the uh, Gary Coopers can't come, and the Henry Fondas had a previous engagement. And Bob Taylor and Barbara Stanwyck have a toothache. Between them? How do I know? And then Claudette Colbert can't come. She sprained her ankle. I saw her dancing at the Macombo last night. With that ankle? Poor kid. <laughs> and then uh, Errol Flynn can't make it. He's in New York, you know. Well, let's see. Oh, yes, Barney Dean. He's coming. I'm, I'm sure of that. Well, here I go again. Who's Barney Dean? <laughs> Who's Barney Dean? Did you see Sergeant York? Yes. Well, he was a soldier in that. <laughs> That's who. Anyway, Barney Dean will be there. And then I invited... Oh, hello, Phil. Hiya, Bob. Sorry I'm late, but I was across the street shooting pool. Shooting pool? Well, let me ask you something, Phil. Who pays you your salary, me or the pool room? Look, Jackson, if I didn't take the salary I get here and double it over there, I'd have to give up me. <laughs> Too bad about you. Hey, Phil, are you and Alice coming to Jack's party? Oh, I don't know. Who's going to be there? Everybody from Barney Dean to Rodney Dangerfield. Don't run him down. Hey, is Rod Dangerfield going to be at your party? Yep. Oh, that guy's terrific. I think he's darn near as good as Hoot Horowitz. <laughs> what do you mean, darn near as good? 
Did you see Rodney's latest picture, the Fargo kid rides the Pony Express on the Santa Fe Trail? Yeah, I seen it last week. That was a thriller, wasn't it? You said it. I got so excited, I hit some old bird in the front of me with my licorice stick. <laughs> was you. You were at the Hitching Post Theater last Tuesday evening. Not so loud, Jackson. I was playing hooky from uh, my night school. Oh. Well, don't worry. I won't squeal. You better not sponge or I'll have to drill you. A bang, a bang, a bang. <laughs> You're not a drilling me, son, because I'm the sheriff. A bang, a bang, a bang. Uh-uh, bang. <laughs> <laughs> These two cowboys come to you through the courtesy of Jello, who are open for suggestions. Never mind. We'll talk about the picture later, Phil. Now, how about a band number? Okay. Hold it. Come in. Mr. Benny? Yes? Am I going to be invited to your Christmas party? My name is Pigeon. Walter Pigeon? No, Dead Pigeon. A bang, a bang, a bang. <laughs> What a head he's got. That's the only grapefruit I ever saw that can take shorthand. <laughs> he's my secretary, folks. Play, Phil. Pedal, played by Phil Harris and his Yuletide Orchestra. Yule meaning, you'll have to go a long way to hear a band like this. And Tide meaning, I wish they'd go out with us. Uh, but no, uh, but no kidding, Phil. That number sounded swell. It was really the nuts. All right, Don. Phil's number was the nuts. Oh, Jack, this one is utterly absurd. Don, Phil's band number was the nuts. You know it wasn't. That's not the point. <laughs> Come on, Don. Phil's band number was the nuts. Oh, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, the nuts time you go to your neighborhood grocery. <laughs> you see? 
Why not ask him for a package of Jell-O with its new locked-in flavor? Now, here's the clever part, folks. Oh, Jack, I'll never be able to face my friend. Don Nuts! <laughs> oh, very well. So whether your name is Hazel or Filbert, you will not regret buying this tempting and economical dessert. Buy Hickory. Very good. Very good. There you are, Don. That was one of the most novel things I've ever written. Oh, Jack, you didn't write that. Yes, I did. All by yourself? All by myself. You mean it came to you like a flash? Like a bolt out of the blue. Keep talking, brother. When I get the right lead, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> no, don't be so critical. That was a very clever commercial. Wasn't it, Dennis? Hey, where's Dennis? Here I am. I'm back in Mr. Wilson. Oh. Peekaboo. Peekaboo. You gotta humor the kid. <laughs> Say, Dennis, have you got a nice song prepared for today? Yeah, but first I want to thank you for letting me come over to the studio the other day. Oh, don't mention it. That was a pretty hot love scene you did with Cal Lombard, by golly. Yes, it was. Gosh, when you grabbed her and gave her that big kiss, I got so excited I was quivering all over. You were? She didn't even move a muscle. Never mind. What's the matter with that girl? <laughs> I don't know. Look, boy, she kisses Gable when she leaves home in the morning, and she kisses him when she gets back at night. Anything in between is strictly cheesecake. <laughs> well, I don't want to be catty, but... Oh, well, forget it. How about a song, Dennis? What's it going to be? I'm going to sing a medley of Christmas carols. Good. Oh, say, fellas, that reminds me. I've got to go home early tonight and do some work on my Christmas tree. I want to get it all trimmed up for the party. You want to come and help me, Mary? Sure, why not? Phil, after Dennis' song, you can play a few selections and fill out the program. Well, that'll give me a chance to play a couple of high-class numbers like who's this place? Uh, you know, Andre Costa... What's the rest of this here? Lannis. Andre Costa Lannis. Oh, brother. Well, why do you always embarrass me by making up them big words? <laughs> I didn't make up anything. That's the man's name. He's married to Lily Pond. Her, I can say. Look, Phil, just accompany Dennis a song, then put on your hat and go home. Come on, Mary, let's get out of here. What's that? Come in. Telegram, I mean special delivery for Mary Livingston. <laughs> right here, bud. Give him a tip, will you, Jack? Okay. Here you are, boy. Here's a half a dollar for you. Thanks. I can go along with a gag. A boom. <laughs> you can louse it up, too. <laughs> He had to put a boom on the end of it. Wasn't satisfied the way it was written. Had to put a boom. Anyway, I'd like to see one stooge in this town with hair. <laughs> Come on, Mary. Oh, wait a minute, Jack. This letter's from Mama. You can read it in the cab. Come on. Oh, let her read it now, Jack. Mary's mother's a... She's just a, a riot. Oh, all right. I'm glad you got that out, too. If we had an hour program, we'd be very successful here. You know that. All right, read your mother's letter, Mary. What's the head of Hopper of Plainfield got to say? <clears throat> My darling daughter, Mary. Just in line to let you know that Christmas is almost here, and as yet I have not received your X-Chase. 
But don't get me wrong. If your check has been delayed in the mail, I take back everything I'm thinking. How can anybody be so mercenary? Your sister Ethel and her husband are here for the holidays and will spend several weeks with us. Inasmuch as they live right next door, I think this is an imposition. Oh, I don't know. Quiet. You ought to see your sister's new baby. Everybody says it's a regular little doll. And they're right. It looks just like Popeye. Well, no wonder after all your sister is no rose. And that husband of hers, does he still sell blueing house to house? No, he's a vanilla extract man now. Oh, vanilla extract man. Oh, he's going places. Come on, finish the letter. Speaking of Christmas, I saw your father tiptoeing up the stairs last night with a great big package over his shoulder. I was thrilled to death until I found out the package was your Uncle Willie. Boy, was he full of vanilla. No more news, except that your brother Bacardi... Bacardi? Papa named him off a bottle. Oh, oh. Except that your brother Bacardi was turned down by the army on account of flat feet, chest, and head. <laughs> also, his hands drag on the ground when he walks. Gee, his nails must be a mess. <laughs> Love to all, Mama. Well, I'm glad that's over. Oh, wait a minute. Here's the P.S. Tell Jack I heard him do Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde on the program a few weeks ago. What a pew foreman. Pew foreman? Let's see that. Well, I'll be darned. Hmm. If I'd have known this was going to happen, I'd have put another cup of water in that perfume I sent her. Sing, Dennis. See you Christmas, fellas. Come on, Mary. Let's get over to the house. Honor and mercy, miles. 
sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. With angelic hope proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Right up here, buddy. It's that big white house with the iron reindeer on the lawn. Okay, pal. Boy, look at that meter. A dollar and a half. Hmm. Oh, driver, how much do I owe you? Like she said, a dollar and a half. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, how would you like to match? Three dollars or nothing? Double or nothing? Okay, pal. I'm matching you. Just a second. Okay, here goes. Come on, lift up. Hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> so long, pal. <laughs> Rochester, why doesn't he answer the door? <laughs> I have to stand here all night? Oh, take it easy, Jack. Calm down. What three dollars? It's not the money. I don't believe in gambling. <laughs> don't talk to me. I feel awful. Why don't you take off one of those shoes and cut your throat? <laughs> Mary, I'm in no mood for any... Good evening, boss. Happy Yule time. Rochester, you were late answering the door, and I'm going to teach you a lesson. I'm fining you three dollars. <laughs> you understand? I wish the stock market would come back that fast. Never mind. Any messages, Rochester? Yes, sir. Mr. Charles Boyer called and said he won't be able to attend your Christmas party. Why not? You got me, boss. He gave his excuse in French. <laughs> Well, that's the sneakiest thing I ever heard of. Any other messages? Yes, Lady Mendelphon said she got your lovely invitation, and who are you? Hmm. Does she ever go to the movies, for heaven's sake? Come on, Mary, the tree is in the library. Bring my slippers, Rochester. Your slippers? Yes. Lounging, bedroom, or ballet? I'm in no mood for a ballet dance, believe me. Bring in my lounging slippers. Yes, sir. Come on, Mary. While I'm putting the star on top of the tree, you can be hanging popcorn balls on the branches. Oh, is your tree going to have branches this year? <laughs> yes, it's going to have branches. <laughs> well, I think the one you had like... Uh-oh, here comes your border. Yeah. I wonder why he's carrying that hatchet. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Billingsley. Good afternoon, Mr. Benny. Home a little early, I see. <laughs> yes, yes, I have some work to do around the house. 
Oh, Mr. Billingsley, what are you doing with that hatchet? Are you a Boy Scout now? No, I'm going out to dinner later, and when I say chopped chicken liver, that's what I mean. <laughs> oh, uh... Oh, I, uh... I see. Well, goodbye, Mr. Benny. Goodbye. Keep him flying. <laughs> hmm. I can't... I can't understand Mr. Billingsley lately. You know, Mary, he slept under his bed last night. He hung onto the springs like a bat. <laughs> Weird fellow. Well, there you are. There's my Christmas tree, Mary. Isn't it nice? Yeah, that's the biggest one you ever had. Where'd you get it? Got it just north of Redwood City. Well, let's start with the decorations. Mary, you hang up these candy canes and I'll... Rochester, what happened to that box of popcorn balls we had in the closet? I got bad news, boss. There's nothing in there now but a big fat mouse. Darn it, I'm short of ornaments. Gotta have something to hang on that tree. Yes, those socks look awful by themselves. The socks are coming off as soon as they're dry. I wanted popcorn balls to add a little... Say, I have an idea. How would oranges look there? Oranges? Yeah, I've got a backyard full of them. I'll go out and pick some. Meanwhile, start with those candy canes, Mary. I'll be right back. Jingle bells, jingle bells, yum, bum, 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 Three dollars. I had to match them. Yum, bum, 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 Oh, well. Uh, jingle bells, jingle bells, yum, bum, Let's see. I think there's some big ones in this tree over here. Yeah, these will be fine. A nice, big, juicy one. I'll take about a dozen. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Hello, mister. What are you doing? Hello. Six. Oh. Oh, hello, little girl. Where did you come from? I was just looking around your yard. Where's your polo bear? My polo bear? Oh, he's asleep for the winter. Do you live around here? Yes, we just moved into that new house next to Ronald Coleman's. Oh, next to Ronald Coleman's. Oh, that's well. We're, we're going to be neighbors, aren't we? Uh-huh. You're Jack Benny, aren't you? That's right. <laughs> that's who I am. Uh, gee, I heard you do Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde on the radio. What a performance. <laughs> Say, it was pretty good. Say, little girl, your face is kind of familiar. Haven't I seen you in pictures? You might have. My name's Carolyn Lee. Oh, Carolyn Lee. Well, this is certainly a surprise. So little Miss Lee is my neighbor. Ah, you can call me Carolyn. (laughs) Ah, good. And, And you can call me Jack. Okay, Jack. <laughs> oh, gee, she's cute. Say, Carolyn, are you going to be busy Christmas morning? I don't know. Why? Well, I had a telephone call from Santa Claus last night, and he told me he was going to leave a beautiful present under my tree, especially for you. Well, let's analyze this. How did Santa Claus know you were going to meet me? Oh, he even knows about things before they happen. He knows everything. And that's why we've got to be real good, especially around Christmas. Then why are you picking Mr. Coleman's oranges? Look, Carolyn. (laughs) 
these aren't Mr. Coleman's oranges. What hangs over the fence is mine. Now, let me tell you something about Santa Claus, Carolyn. Every year at this time, he makes a list of good little boys and girls, and when they wake up Christmas morning... Hey, boss, boss, come in here! I'll be with you in a minute. And, Carolyn, if these old boys and girls have been real good... You gotta come in now, boss. Mr. Billsley's chopping down the Christmas tree. What? <laughs> chopping down the tree? See you later, Carolyn. Mr. Billingsley! Mr. Billingsley, Mary, stop him! It's too late now! Timber! Oh, my goodness, I knew I should have taken away his hatchet. What a combination. Golden apricots and rich, shimmering lemon jello. That's the swell blend that makes jello apricot rings such a grand treat. Just sliced canned apricots and lemon jello, deliciously molded into one of the most tempting desserts you ever tasted. And one of the easiest, too. Simply dissolve one package of lemon jello in one and one-fourth cups of hot water. Next, add a dash of salt and three-fourths cup of syrup from the canned apricots. Then chill until thickened and fold in two and a half cups of the sliced canned apricots themselves. When molded, served with a garnishing of whipped cream, apricot waters, and green maraschino cherries. And there's a dessert you just can't beat for taste and attractiveness. Juicy sliced apricots blended with the richness of sunny lemon jello. So get them both and make up this delightful treat. Jello makes any gelatin dessert taste extra good because the locked-in process protects the flavor for your complete enjoyment. We're a little late, so good night, folks, and Merry Christmas to all. Remember, tomorrow when you order Jello, order Jello puddings too in all three flavors. Jell-O puddings are just like grandma's, only more so. This is the National Broadcasting Company. KFI Los Angeles. Grape Nuts and Grape Nuts Flakes program, starring Jack Benny, with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Dennis Day, Rochester, and yours truly, Don Wilson. You've all heard the expression, let your conscience be your guide, of course. Well, right now, Uncle Sam is asking every one of us to pledge his conscience to his country to help food fight for freedom. So let's all produce and conserve, share and play square with today's food. Don't patronize black markets. Buy no rationed foods without giving up the proper stamps. And eat more of the foods that are plentiful, thrifty, and unrationed, such as cereals. Delicious, malty-rich grape nuts and grape nuts flakes, for instance. Two swell cereals that are not only thrifty and unrationed, but bring you grand whole-grain nourishment. And you'll find grape nuts and grape nuts flakes bring you an extra bonus. They bring you plenty of real enjoyment, too. Grape nuts, crisp and crunchy. Grape nuts flakes, delicate toasty brown flakes. So help food fight for freedom, friends. Let your conscience be your guide. And let 50 nutritious grape nuts and grape nuts flakes help you on your way.
And now, ladies and gentlemen, we would like to turn the clock back about 20 hours and take you to Jack Benny's house. It's Christmas night, and Jack is expecting a few of his friends over. It's about a quarter to eight, and Rochester is preparing for the arrival of the guests. I'm gonna buy a paper doll that I can call my own. A doll that other fellows cannot steal. Mm, this living room hasn't been clean in weeks. I think I'll surprise Mr. Benny and dust it. Well, that's done. <laughs> and then those flirty, flirty guys with their flirty, flirty eyes. Gee, the boss sure is a nice Christmas tree. Only it seems to be leaning a little. I better get down on my knees and straighten the top up. Uh-oh. Look what I discovered here behind this curtain. Mr. Benny's box of cigars. Mm-mm, they sure look tempting. No, I guess I better not. But I don't think he counts them anymore. There ain't no notches on the lid. <laughs> Should I or shouldn't I? Get thee behind me, Satan. I can't reach the box with you standing in front of me. <laughs> no, I won't. Oh, well, I'll take just one. There. I guess I'll take another one. Satan enjoys smoking, too. Well, now I better sweep up a little bit. I'm gonna buy a paper doll that I can call my own. A doll that other fellows cannot steal. Attaboy, Satan. <laughs> Rochester. Rochester, what are you doing? Just dusting around a bit. Okay, I'll be right down. Hmm, I better go in the next room and get rid of this cigar. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a paper doll that I can call my own. A, a doll, doll that, that other fellows cannot steal. What was that? <laughs> Must be an echo. An echo that sings harmony? <laughs> oh, well, it's Christmas. And the flirty, flirty guys with... Hmm, I, I smell cigar smoke. Oh, Rochester! Yes, boy! <laughs> what is this I'm smelling? It ain't Chanel number five! <laughs> Rochester, come here. Now, Rochester, anytime you want a cigar on Christmas, just ask me for it. Hey, I think our guests are beginning to arrive. Isn't that Miss Livingston's car pulling up? Yeah, I'll go to the door, boss. No, Rochester, I'll go. I'm going to surprise Mary. I got some mistletoe over the door, and the minute she comes in, I'm going to kiss her. Shh, quiet. Surprise! Gee, and do I get a Christmas present besides? <laughs> Dennis, I thought it was Miss Livingston. Well, she drove me over here, and she's parking the car. Oh, darn it. I hung that mistletoe up there especially for Mary. I wanted the kiss to be a surprise for her. Go on, you trap me this way every year. <laughs> oh, quiet. I wanted Mary to get the kiss. Hey, she's coming up to walk now. Get in here, quick. She didn't see the mistletoe, so there'll still time. Now be quiet, Dennis. Dennis, I was supposed to do that. <laughs> For heaven's sake. Hello, Jack. Merry Christmas. Same to you, Mary. Give me a kiss. 
There. Jack, I was hoping for a white Christmas, not a wet one. Oh, you liked it all right. Say, Mary, come on in the living room. I want to show you how I got things fixed up. Okay. Oh, by the way, I sent my maid Butterfly to help out. Is she here? Yep, she's in the kitchen. Say, you have got the room fixed up nice. It looks swell. It sure does. And, Mary, do you like the Christmas tree? Oh, Jack, it's very pretty, and I don't think the year in the garage hurt it a bit. (laughs) No, no, it didn't. And you know how it is, Mary. These days, you have to conserve trees and wrapping paper and things like that. I know, but don't you think you're overdoing this conserving business? What do you mean? After all, Jack, using an old toupee for a welcome mat... Mary, it isn't an old toupee Oh, no? Every time somebody wipes their feet on it, you have to run out and comb it again Mary, stop clowning, will you? Say, boss, if you're expecting guests, you better get Mr. Billingsley out of the house Today he's crazier than ever He is not Well, right now he's in his room wrapping up a Christmas present for you And he's wrapping it in wallpaper Oh, what's he giving me? A wall! Well, we can use one in the bathroom. There. Say, uh, Mary, come in. I wonder who that is. Hello, Mary. Hiya, Jackson. Merry Christmas. Merry yeah, Christmas, Merry Christmas Bill. Bill. Merry Christmas. And say, you brought your band with you. That's swell. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad they're here, but you'd think they're, they're coming to a party. They'd dress up a little. What are you talking about? They shaved, didn't they? <laughs> yes, but why aren't they wearing shirts? Well, that's where they shaved. They want people to see you. <laughs> oh. Well, your guitar player shaved two clothes. There's a rib sticking out there. <laughs> anyway, take the boys in the next room, and they can set up their instrument. Okay. Oh, by the way, Phil, maybe the boys would like to have a drink first. No, as long as they're here in the house, they might as well stay. (laughs) Phil, they don't have to go out for it. There's a big bowl of punch in the next room. Punch? Okay, come on, fellas, punch. Say, Mary, let's, uh... Gee, there must be some more of the gang. I'll get it, boss. Probably Claudette Colbert or Barbara Stanwyck or Ann Southern. You'd be happy if it was Lassie coming home. Now, wait a minute. I've invited a oh, lot Oh, Mr. Of... Benny! Mr. Benny, your riders are here! My riders? Well, let them in. The front way! Of course! <laughs> Hello, fellas! Come on in! Hey, now, go, go into the den, fellas, and when you finish tomorrow's script, you can join the party. Me too, Mr. Benny. Why, certainly. Wait a minute, I only have four writers. Who are you? I'm the guy who writes for them. <laughs> oh. Oh, so that's how I get my joke. Uh-huh. It ain't no picnic, I can tell you that. They beat me and kick me and twist my arm to force witticisms out of me. <laughs> they beat you and kick you? Yeah, and that ain't all. They tie me in the chair, then the first guy shines a bright light in my eyes, the second guy blows cigarette smoke in my face to torment me, and the third guy says, give us a joke or we'll send you back to Harvard. That's terrible, a fine bunch of... Say, wait a minute, what does my fourth rider do? Oh, he stands behind me and hits me over the head with a blackjack. Oh, oh, well, as long as they're all working. I wish you'd fired those guys. Well... Except the one that hits me over the head with the blackjack. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) 
idea. I knew the boys were turning in pretty good stuff, but I didn't think they had help. Well, anyway, go on in with the rest of the boys and finish the script. Hey, Phil, Phil. Yeah, Jackson. Let's get this party going. How about some music? Okay. I had to get something to get him away from that proof, you know. Kidding. Say, Mary, the band sounds pretty good in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jack, you ought to uh, get the food out. Is it ready yet? Well, I think Butterfly should have it prepared by now. Well, let's go out in the kitchen and see how she's getting along. Okay. Hello, Butterfly. How's everything going? Oh, fine, Miss Livingston. Now, Butterfly, did you put the long stem glasses on the table like I told you to? Yes, sir. What about the bucket with the ice cubes in it? I took care of that, boss. Here it is. And I put the bottle in the bucket of ice. Yes, the bottle's okay. Uh Uh-huh, there's enough cracked ice around it. I put a clean napkin over it. And, Butterfly, just before you serve it, you're supposed to turn it slowly in the ice. Like this. See? Oh, boy, what you go through for a bottle of (laughs) Pepsi-Cola. Well, Mary, I want everything to be perfect. I know. Now, Butterfly, when the guests are at the table, you serve from the left and take away the dishes from the right. Hmm? I said you must serve from the left and take away from the right. Oh, well, okay, if you're superstitious. (laughs) Hmm. No, no, Butterfly, it's not a superstition. That's just the right way to do it, according to Emily Post. Oh. Was she your last maid? (laughs) Butterfly, we'll explain it to you some other time. Come on, Mary, let's go. Oh, Miss Livingston. Yes? Please, could I be able to leave right after I serve tonight? I have a date. Why, Butterfly, you have a boyfriend? (laughs) Oh, come on, Butterfly, tell us. Have you really got a boyfriend? Mm Mm-hmm. He's in the army. Oh, Private? No, I split him with another girl. <laughs> well, I'll be... All right, Butterfly, you can leave as soon as you finish serving. 
Come on, Jack. Hey, Jackson, we're waiting. How about the grub, Bob? It's coming, it's coming. Say, Don, when did you get in? Oh, just a minute ago. And, Jack, I want to thank you for the bonus you gave me for Christmas. Well, I couldn't think of anything to buy, and I know cash always comes in handy. What'd you do with it, Don? What did I do with it? You see this diamond stick pin in my necktie? Yes. Well, I took your bonus, added a little of my own money to it, and bought the tie. <laughs> well, I knew it would come in handy. Come on, Don, let's join the gang. We'll sing and play games and have some fun till the food's ready. Say, Jack, here comes that screwy border of yours. Oh, yes. Hello, Mr. Billingsley. Good evening, Mr. Benny. Having a merry... Uh, Christmas, I see. <laughs> Yes, we're celebrating. Um, would you uh, would you care to join us? Oh no, thanks, Mister Benny. I must be running along. I've got to drive into town. Drive? But Mister Billingsley, you haven't got a car. I haven't. No. <laughs> My, and all the money I've spent on parking lots. Hmm. Oh, by the way, that reminds me of what? I wish I was a sleigh bell in honor of Chris Pringle. I jump upon my pogo stick and jingle, jingle, jingle. <laughs> say, say, that, that, that's very good. I wrote a poem for Thanksgiving, too, but we didn't have a turkey, so I ate it. <laughs> I see. Well, goodbye, Mr. Benny. Goodbye. Well, naturally, at your age. <laughs> What a guy. Come on, Jack. Let's join the crowd. You said we were going to play games and everything. Yeah. Well, is everybody having a good time? Quiet, Jack. Dennis is going to sing for the gang. Oh, he is? Oh, yeah.
Dennis, that was very, very good. You sang those carols beautifully. Sandwiches, sandwiches, here you are. Come and oh, get them. Oh, boy, boy, oh, boy, Hey, take it easy. Take it easy, Hey, fellas. what kind of sandwiches are they? Thin ones. <laughs> they are not. Now, look, fellas, those sandwiches... Now, who can that be? Come in. Hey, look who it is. Hiya, Bob! Andy Devine! Oh, well, Andy, this sure is a surprise. You know, we haven't seen you since last Christmas. Yes, sir. It must be six or seven months. <laughs> well, come on, Andy. Grab yourself a bite to eat, and then we're going to play games and have some fun. Hey, wait a minute, Buck. Ma sent you a Christmas present. It's in this box. Well, thanks, Andy. What is it? Our pet homing pigeon. You remember that silver gray one? Oh, yeah. But, gee, your ma was so fond of that pigeon. Yeah, I know, Buck, but, but she wants you to have it now. Well, won't she miss it? Yeah, but what's the difference? It died this morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not the gift, it's the sentiment behind it that counts. Well, anyway, Andy, I'm glad you're here to liven up the party. Yes, sir. Hey, what's going on? Is somebody going to make a speech? Speech nothing. Me and Mary's going to sing a song. You and Mary, huh? Yeah, we're going to sing a duel. <laughs> a duel? Phil, when two people sing, it's a duet. Oh. Well, what is it when I sing by myself? Lousy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's have a song. No, let's play games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, let's play, play games. games. Let's play games. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. We'll take a vote. Who wants a song? Yeah, a song. Yeah, a song. Yeah, a song. Who wants to play games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wants to hear me play the violin? Well, doggone it, audience! You crabbed a good joke. You see, and you fellas think I play lousy. That's so <laughs> Nobody was supposed to applaud there. Well, anyway, the majority rule. But, Jack, nobody wants to hear you play. Quiet, Mary. My vote is as good as theirs. <laughs> you know, I've been playing this song for years. Maybe I better learn a new one. You ought to learn that one. <laughs> Hey, this party's getting dull We ought to do something to liven it up I've got an idea Let's sing Jingle Bells Okay, let's go Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells Jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to ride In a one-horse open sleigh Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells Jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to ride In a one-horse open sleigh Grape nuts flakes, grape nuts flakes, eat them night and day. What a thrill to get your fill of grape nuts in your Bombay. <laughs> toasty brown, toasty brown, munchy, crunchy too. They're moldy rich, sweet as a nut, and a thrifty buy in the 12-ounce economy size package. They're a breakfast treat for
that star stage screen and radio, but he ain't doing so good right now. Hello, may I speak to Mr. Benny, please? Just a minute. Mr. Benny, telephone call for you. Oh, darn it. You folks will excuse me, won't you? Oh, go answer the phone. Hmm. Hello? Hello, Jack. Merry Christmas. Oh, hello, Gladys. Hey, that's Jack's girlfriend, Gladys Abisco. Well, Gladys, I'm waiting for you. Why aren't you here yet? I'm sorry, Jack, but I can't make it. Hilda didn't come to work today, so I have to wait on her tables, too. (laughs) Well, Gladys, honey, even if you are waiting on Hilda's tables, that won't keep you busy all night, will it? No, Poochie. <laughs> but when I get off, I'll be so tired, and I have to take two streetcars and a bus to get to your house. But Gladys, this is Christmas. Why don't you take a cab? You're getting Hilda's tips. <laughs> you know. I'm sorry, Rosebud. Well, you can't. I guess you can't. Anyway, I'll see you tomorrow night. I'll meet you at our usual rendezvous. All right. Gee, I hope there's a full moon. It's so dark in the La Brea tar pit. (laughs) Yeah. Well, see you there tomorrow night, Gladys. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, honey. Yeah? Don't forget to wear your hip boots. (laughs) Well, fellas, Gladys won't be here, so what do you say we... Hey, Rochester. Rochester. Yes, boss? Where is everybody? Have they gone home? No, boss. The party's just starting. They're all out in the backyard. Oh, good. What are they doing? Bearing your violin. (laughs) Bearing my violin? Well, for goodness sake, you'd think that Miss Livingston would stop them. Stop them? She was the head Paul (laughs) there. Well, I'll show them. Imagine bearing my violin. I'm sure glad I won't be hearing that thing anymore. I hope they bear that fiddle so deep I'll ne- it'll never get out. Yes, sir. I'm going to buy a paper doll that I can call my own. A doll that other fellas can steal. Oh, hello, St- Satan. You here again? Come on, boy. Let's get some more of those cigars. <laughs> the holiday season. The old poetic mood seems to be with me again tonight, as follows. J. Algernon Withers had a case of the dithers and lost all his zip by 11. Because this poor bloke neglected to stoke with the right kind of breakfast at (laughs) 7. 
There you are. How can a big, tall guy like Jay Algernon expect to go out and do a good day's job on a canary bird breakfast? How can anybody start the day right, folks? Start it with a big, tempting bowl of grape nuts or grape nuts flakes with milk and fruit. That gives you a swell, wide-awake treat. Crisp and refreshing and delicious. And it gives you just what dietitians say the adequate breakfast should include. Milk and fruit plus a cereal with whole grain nourishment. And I mean malty-rich grape nuts and grape nuts flakes do bring you whole grain nourishment. Plenty of it. Yes, eat a good breakfast, do a better job. And don't miss those two grand sweet-as-a-nut cereals, Grape Nuts and Grape Nuts Flakes. Well, folks, before we're back with you again next Sunday, it will be 1944. On behalf of my cast, my sponsor, and myself, I want to extend to all of you in America and to all of our armed forces and allies everywhere best wishes for a happy and victorious New Year. Good night, everybody. I say, I say, I say, I say... Get Grape Nuts Wheat Meal right away. In the new Economy Package Nifty, it's jumbo size and oh, so thrifty. The Grape Nuts and Grape Nuts Flakes program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Dennis Day, Rochester, and yours truly, Don Wilson. Hey, I bet you don't all know the real meaning of the word delicious, or do you? Well, I didn't until I looked it up. And it comes from two Latin words meaning pleasant and charm. And if that doesn't spell malty rich grape nuts, then my name isn't Don Wilson. You're as pleased as punch when you sit down to the big tempting bowl of grape nuts now, aren't you? And you're certainly charmed with that one and only malty rich flavor that's sweet as a nut. A rich, distinctive blend of sun-ripened wheat and malted barley. A flavor that just plain hits the spot. And all that wonderful whole grain nourishment you get in grape nuts leaves you with such a satisfied feeling of well-being. Yep, for a real treat, just try a bowl of grape nuts for breakfast tomorrow. You'll find it's a charmer, all right. Gentlemen, as you know, Mary Livingston has been off the show for three weeks because of laryngitis. So now that she is fully recovered, we take you to her house where we find Mary and her maid, Butterfly. Gee, Miss Livingston, you sure have pretty hair. Well, thank you, Butterfly. <laughs> Ouch. Be careful with the comb you're pulling. Oh, excuse me. Say, Miss Livingston... Was your hair always this color? Of course. I never bleach my hair. Neither do I. 
<laughs> well, I'm glad you told me. Now, Butterfly, uh, comb the ends into a roll. Yes, ma'am. You know what, Miss Livingston? What? I think your hair is even prettier than Mr. Benny's. <laughs> oh, Butterfly, you're just saying that. Anyway, you've never been close enough to Mr. Benny's hair to appreciate its beauty. Oh, yes, I have. Yesterday, I was over to Mr. Benny's house. Oh. He wasn't home, so Uncle Rochester showed it to me. <laughs> Your Uncle Rochester has no right to open Mr. Benny's safe. <laughs> uh, now, Butterfly, will you get my blue dress out of the closet, please? Never mind, you answer the door. I'll get the dress myself. Yes, ma'am. I'm gonna buy a paper doll that I can call my own A doll that other fellows cannot steal <laughs> Hello, Butterfly Come right in, Mr. Benny May I take your hat? Yes, thanks, here's my coat Yes, sir Shall I take your shawl, too? <laughs> That's a muffler Here Now, Butterfly, will you tell Miss... Oh, here she is Hello, Jack Hello, Mary Gee, you're looking swell and your voice sounds okay, too Thanks, I feel fine now. That's good. Say, Mary, I brought you a box of candy. Over a hundred pieces in it. <laughs> Here you are. Oh, thanks, Jack. Just the kind I like, Sen-Sen. <laughs> well, I'm glad you do. You know, it, it cost me extra to have it wrapped as a gift, you know. Oh, Jack, you're so nice. I know. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't have given it to you now It'll make your Christmas present look like nothing Well, let's not worry about that now Come on, we'll go into the living room All right Is there a fire in the fireplace? No, but we can build one Okay Gee, I haven't had a fire in here since I've been sick Well, there's nothing as homey as a fireplace with a cheery blaze Here goes First a little paper And throw on some kindling And now... Now for a log <clears throat> There must be a smaller log around here somewhere Let's see Let's see Thanks, Mary <laughs> Hey, look Look, that log came from the tree that used to be in your backyard Yes, I know Gosh, Mary, look what it says on it I love Jack Benny Isn't that sweet? Yeah, I remember the night you carved it there <laughs> Yeah, it was so romantic I'll never forget that night if I live to be 40 <laughs> Jack, if you... Don't answer that I know what you were... I'll take it Hello? Plainfield, New Jersey calling? Yes, I'll hold on. Oh, Jack, it must be Mama. Oh, is she out on parole again? <laughs> Jack, you ought to be ashamed of you. Hello? Oh, hello, Mama. Yes, I'm feeling fine now. <clears throat> That's right, I was off the program for three weeks. What? Oh, don't worry, Jack's gonna pay me. <laughs> hmm. He will pay me. Oh, Mama, he is not. And where'd you ever hear a word like that? <laughs> hmm. 
Uh, that's what Papa calls you? <laughs> Mary, tell your mother. Quiet, that... Jack. No. Say, Mama, did you get the packages I sent? Good. But I don't want either you or Papa to open those presents till Christmas. What? Papa couldn't wait. He did. Well, Mama, call a doctor. That was shaving lotion. <laughs> Mary, what was that word your mother called me? It starts with an L. Oh, L. Uh, say, Mama, tell me, what's happened in the home lately? L. Could be liar, louse. <laughs> louse isn't so bad, is it? <laughs> what? What, Mama? Cousin Harry was made a sergeant? Oh, that's too bad. What's bad about it? Last week he was a lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, yes, Mama, that was Jack's voice. L. L. Yes, he's sitting right here beside me. L. Mama, stop it. What's the matter? You can drop the L and start working on D. <laughs> hmm. Say, Mama, what are you and Papa doing tonight? D, dope, dunce. Oh, you expect company, so you're making a fire in the living room? Dumbbell, that starts with a D. <laughs> but, Mama, you haven't got a fireplace in the living room. Oh, there's a hole in the rug and you wanted to cover it up with something. Mary, hang up, will well, you? Well, Mama, I think I better... Uh, just a second, operator. Mama, give my love to... Oh, darn it, we were cut off. Oh, operator, operator, why did you... I don't care if my mother does drive you nuts. It's none of your business. You see, Mary, you see, I'm not the only one that's allergic to your mother. Oh, Jack, Mama's only kidding. She doesn't mean half the things she says. She does, too. I never saw a woman like that. She's always hounding me. She doesn't hound you. Well, she's got the face for it. And let me tell you another thing. Your mother takes delight in uh, aggravating me. Every time she calls me up, she pans me. And I never say anything about her. Be. Every time we talk about my mother, we get into an argument. You're right, Mary. We shouldn't argue. Let's kiss and make up. Okay. Now, how is that? Let's argue. <laughs> oh, yeah? That was all right, and you know it. Now, straighten your lipstick. 
Oh, you and your wet lips. Every time you kiss me, you're scared. <laughs> now, what do you want me to do? Have them retreaded? <laughs> I scared. You can't say one nice thing. There's someone at the door. That's all right. Butterfly will get us. You can't say one thing without trying to be funny. Oh, Jack, you take everything so seriously. Where's your sense of humor? Sense of humor? Listen, Mary, you have no regard for my feelings. And in the first place... Hello, Mr. Benny. Hello, Dennis. In the first place, I only came here to visit... Hello, Miss Livingston. Hello, Dennis. I only came here to cheer you up because you've been ill. Well, this is a fine way to do it. Just because I pull a gag on you once in a while, you hit the ceiling. I hit the ceiling? What's going on here? Look, Mary, when you had laryngitis, <laughs> I was a constant visitor. I'm the best friend you ever had. Do you mind if I sit down? <laughs> no, no, go ahead. No, sit down, Dennis. You know, Mary, I even brought you a box of candy, and what thanks do I get? Well, what do you expect for a box of cents and a kiss for every piece? No, Mary, but the least you can do is show your appreciation. Oh, you're having an argument. <laughs> Dennis, why don't you please be quiet? Gee, everywhere I go, there's an argument. Oh, where have you been, Dennis? Home. <laughs> Now, Mary, as far as I'm concerned... At my house, it's louder. <laughs> Dennis. They ought to be breaking it up by now. The argument? No, the house. <laughs> Dennis, we're not having a fight. It was just a little misunderstanding, that's all. Now, Mary, let's not argue in front of the kid. Mm, you're right, Jack, and especially about such a silly thing. I'm a dope. Well, I'm a dope, too. You want to know something? What? It's nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> You should know Thanks Well, I guess I'll run along now Wait a minute, Dennis What'd you come over here for? Oh, I forgot I came over to visit Miss Livingston You did? Well, sit down and stay a while Okay Well, guess I'll run along now <laughs> Dennis, you just got here What's that package under your arm? Oh, I made a record of a song And I wanted Miss Livingston to hear it Well, that's fine We'll play it later Oh, Butterfly, see who's at the door Yes, Miss Livingston Oh, it must be Rochester There's my new car out in front That yellow one? Why, it looks like a taxi cab Well, it was, Mary But it's the only thing I could get Anyway, I converted it strictly to private use Oh If it weren't for the color No one would know it used to be a taxi Oh, hello, Rochester Hello, boss You better hurry The meter's running <laughs> <laughs> Well, turn it off, silly It's only us <laughs> Why, Jack, if you're using that taxi for your own private use, why do you have a meter on it? He never knows when he's going to give a friend a lift. <laughs> well, Rochester, it pays to be nice. It pays him. Oh, that's not the reason at all. Anyway, Mary, it's not a bad car, is it? Mm, it looks all right. It rides smoothly, too. Yes, sir. Did you ride in a dentist? 30 cents worth. <laughs> Dennis. That's my raise. Five dollars worth of free rides a week. Listen, kid, I give you those rides because... <laughs> I, give, I give you those rides because I like you. I'm not in business with that taxi. I don't haul people around. Oh, boss, come now. <laughs> Rochester, I told you, I only give my friends a lift home. <laughs> What's so funny, Rochester? All of his friends have trunks and live at the Union Station. <laughs> Rochester, stop making things up. And you better hurry or we'll be, we'll, we'll be late for the super team. <laughs> I mean, stop mixing me up. I know what you mean, boss, but we gotta go Christmas shopping. Oh, that's right. 
Let's get going. I want to do my shopping while the stores are still loaded with stuff. So let's... Oh, Butterfly. Butterfly, there's someone at the door. Butterfly, where are you? Oh, well, I'll answer it myself. Well, of all people, I locked myself out. <laughs> oh. Well, come in, Butterfly, and get Mr. Benny's things. He's leaving. I got him. Never mind. Come on, Rochester. Let's go. So long, Mary. Goodbye, Miss Livingston. Goodbye. I'm gonna buy a paper doll that I can call my own. A doll that other... Oh, Dennis, I forgot you were still here. Yeah, I just put my record on the phonograph. Would you like to hear it, Miss Livingston? Sure, I would. Go ahead and play it. Okay. Say, Miss Livingston, would you like to... Oh, well. What, Dennis? Never mind. Let's sit this one out. <laughs> yes, I'd rather just listen to it.
Rochester. Rochester, don't turn the corner so fast. Don't worry, boss. These taxi cabs can really take it. Rochester, I've told you a thousand times this is my own private car now. It's not a taxi. Anyway, I'm going to have the color changed. It's getting to be ridiculous. Rochester, you're coming to a red light. Watch it. I see it, boss. Hey, Bud, mind if I share this cab with you? I'm sorry, mister, but this ain't no... Driver, no one's asking you. Uh, certainly, uh, certainly, mister. Hop right in. Okay. Maple Avenue, driver. Uh, nice, uh, nice day, isn't it? Yeah. How far are you going, buddy? Oh, I'm going much further than Maple Avenue. So you pay me and I'll pay the driver. <laughs> That'll save time. <laughs> I wish he'd step on it. I'm in a hurry to get home. You are? Yeah. I don't want to miss the Fred Allen program. What? <laughs> there. Gosh, boss, how could you reach the brake from the back seat? <laughs> Never mind. This is where you get out, mister. Why? What happened? What did I say? Get out. Get out. You can't put me out of this cab. Hey, driver. I'm sorry, mister, but you'll have to get out. Oh, I do, hey? Well, my name is Brown, and I'm going to report you to the president of this company. Mr. Brown, you may not know it, but you were thrown out by the president, vice president, secretary, treasurer, and star of stage screen, and taxi cabs. <laughs> That's telling them, Rochester. Let's go. Sure is crowded in this store. I wish I'd have done my Christmas shopping early like I did last year. You gonna buy any gifts in here, Rochester? No, I already did my shopping. You did? Where? At Saks Central Avenue. <laughs> now, let's see. I want to get something for my girl, Gladys Zabisco. But I don't know what. Why don't you ask the floor walker? Yeah. Oh, mister. Uh, mister, are you the floor walker? If I'm asked that question again, I'm going to smash somebody right over the head. <laughs> what are you mad about? I just asked you if you were the floor walker. You see this carnation in my lapel? Yes. Or what do you think I am, a long stem? <laughs> oh, then, uh... Then you, you are the floor walker. Of course. I'm not rugged enough to be a customer. <laughs> now, what can I do for you? Well, I'm interested in something for my girlfriend. Uh, what, uh, what would you suggest? Well, what does your girl look like? Well, she's kind of thin and scrawny, and her hair's sort of stringy. But she really has a nice personality. She has a little turned-up nose. And she has two ears, and they, uh... Well, everybody's got two ears. On the same side? <laughs> Rochester. That's the way she combs her hair. It's a large bun. Well, I don't know what to suggest. Why don't you try our harness shop? <laughs> oh, don't be so smart. Come on, Rochester, I'll find things myself. 
Let's go over to this counter here. Pardon me, miss, is this the perfume department? No, this is the cold cream counter. Can I smear something on you? <laughs> no, no, thanks. I'm not interested in cold cream. You know, we're short of help, so they split my week between cold cream and hot water bottles. Oh. Uh, three days a week I'm greasy, and the other three I'm overheated. <laughs> Well, I, I feel sorry for you You know, for 20 years I was behind the perfume counter Nothing but perfume for 20 years Perfume, perfume, perfume Well, that's too bad, Miss, uh, Miss, uh Just call me Stinky <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, Miss I have to buy something for, uh Hey, boss, look Here comes Mr. Harris Where? Oh, yeah, hello, Phil Hiya, Jackson Hello, Chester Hello, Mr. Harris Doing a little shopping, Phil? No, I came out here to see Don Wilson. Don Wilson? Yeah, he's playing Santa Claus here this year. No kidding. <laughs> well, how, how'd he get the job? It wasn't easy. He had to take off 20 pounds. <laughs> Gee, can you imagine Don being Santa Claus and talking to all the little kids, telling them about, hey, wait a minute. Have I got a wonderful idea. What is it, Jackson? Let's pull a gag on Wilson. Now, Phil... You go over to the boys' department and get dressed up like a little kid. Yeah. And I'll go down to the women's ready-to-wear and dress up like a woman. See, I'll be your mother. Okay, and I'll be the mean widow kid. <laughs> Boy, will, will we fool Don. Rochester, wait for me out in the car. And Phil, I'll meet you in front of the toy department. Okay. I wish Jackson would hurry up. I feel like a dope standing here dressed up like a little kid. Oh, boy, look what Jackson's missing. Hiya, babe. Shut up, it's me. <laughs> now, come on, let's fool Don. Come on, we'll go over and fool Wilson. Remember, I'm your mother. Now, gather round, children, gather round, and I want to talk to each one of you in turn. Now, uh, let me see. Who's next? Uh, my little son is Santa Claus. Oh. My little son is Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, madam. Now, where is your little boy? Now, where is he? Oh, Clearwater. <laughs> Clearwater. Here I is, Mommy. Isn't he a darling? Yes, he's a cute little rascal. Now, Clearwater, tell Santa Claus what you want for Christmas. Go ahead, don't be bad. No, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. No, I don't want to do it. Now, Clearwater, clap saddle. <laughs> tell Santa what you want. No, I don't want to do it. Clearwater! Clearwater, take your foot out of your mouth. <laughs> there. Now the other one. That's better. Now, little boy, tell Santa what you want for Christmas. I want some Drake Nuts Flakes. Drake Nuts Flakes? Yes, my mommy and my dad, what he tells me that they're toasty brown and they're sweet as a nut. That's right, my smart little man. And they're a whole grain cereal. You're absolutely right, Santa. Oh, how cute. Look at that nice little boy sitting on Santa Claus's lap. Such pretty golden coils he's got. Yes, that, that little boy happens to be mine. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> hmm. 
Now tell me, Sonny, wouldn't you like to have a bicycle? No, I want to drape nuts flakes because they're delicious, nutritious, and not rationed. That's right. <laughs> That's right, and what else? Well, there are basic seven foods, the kind of food my dad would he wants me to eat more of. Well, 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 you certainly are a good little boy. You should be proud of him, Mrs. Clapsaddle. <laughs> Oh, I am. Now, Clearwater. <laughs> Clearwater, say goodbye to Santa Claus. Goodbye, Santa Claus. <laughs> goodbye, Santa Claus. Goodbye, Phil. So long, Jack. <laughs> oh, darn it, he knew it. He knew it all the time. What are we gonna do now, Mommy dear? <laughs> oh, shut up, you little jerk. <laughs> Come on, let's get out of here. There's a certain phase to the effect that you can't take it with you. But tonight I'm going to tell you about something you can take with you and should take with you every morning of your life. That's the zippy up and atom feeling that you get when you eat the right kind of breakfast instead of one of those sip and run affairs. Breakfast is the stoke up meal, you know. The time when nutrition experts say we need at least one quarter of our day's nourishment. Well, for two grand tasting stoke up foods, let me just mention grape nuts and grape nuts flakes. Because the experts also agree an adequate breakfast should include a cereal with whole grain food values. And that's certainly grape nuts and grape nuts flakes for you. Both are crammed full of all around whole grain nourishment, including iron, niacin, vitamin B1, the morale building vitamin. And good, say, wait till you taste that zesty crispness, that distinctive nut sweet flavor. So eat a good breakfast, do a better job. And for extra swell eating, make it tempting, nutritious grape nuts or grape nuts flakes. Well, folks, that finishes uh, another program, and we'll be back with you next Sunday night at the same time. Meanwhile, my cast and I want to send Christmas greetings to all of you, to all of you here at home and to all of our boys and girls in the service here and abroad. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Grape Nuts Wheat Meal, yes, you bet. The swellest new hot cereal yet. Get Grape Nuts Wheat Meal. It's a prize in the big new package, jumbo size. A thrifty treat, you'll all admit, with the first delicious taste of it. Yes, quick cooking Grape Nuts Wheat Meal is rich and hot and brown, with a grand roasted wheat flavor, luscious full-bodied texture, real whole wheat nourishment. Get hot Grape Nuts Wheat Meal in the time-saving, money-saving, new economy-size package. This program came to you from Hollywood. This is the National Broadcasting Company. KFI Los Angeles. Exciting flamingo nail polish, noted for exceptional... 
The Jack Benny Program. Quality of product is essential to continuing success. In a cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts and... L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Yes, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. It takes fine tobacco to make a fine cigarette. And year after year, at market after market, independent tobacco experts... Men who spend their lives buying, selling, and handling tobacco can see the makers of Lucky Strike consistently select and buy that fine, that light, that naturally mild tobacco. Fine, light, naturally mild tobacco. Yes, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And this fine Lucky Strike tobacco means real deep-down smoking enjoyment for you. So smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike. So round, so firm, so fully packed. So free and easy on the draw. At 50, American. The Lucky Strike Program, starring Jack Benny, with Barry Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, Christmas will soon be with us, and millions of people are rushing around making hasty last-minute purchases. So let's go back to last Monday and look in on a local department store in Beverly Hills. Have you made up your mind yet, mister? Well, well, I don't know. That was Monday. We now bring you up to Wednesday. Same store. Now, look, mister, you've examined them both very carefully. Haven't you made up your mind yet? Gee, I... I don't know which one I want. That was Wednesday. We now bring you up to Saturday. Same store. Gosh, I... I wish you hadn't shown me both of them. Let me see that first one again, will you? Look, mister, I got a wife and five kids. I haven't been home in a week. Now make up your mind, will you? Gosh, I... I can't decide... This one looks nicer, but the, the other seems to be more durable. Oh, Jack, for heaven's sake, shoelaces are shoelaces. <laughs> Mary, when you're buying a gift for somebody, you don't rush into things. Now, let's see. If I take the... Oh, pardon me. Hello? Yes? Oh, thanks. Thanks for telling me. Goodbye. Gee, it's so hard. Look, to... mister, I want to go home. I got six kids now. <laughs> oh. Well, congratulations. A new baby. Do you mind if I buy something for the little fellow? No. No, why don't you buy him a razor? <laughs> a razor? Yeah, by the time you pick it out, he'll be old enough to use it. <laughs> hmm. That's an old joke. It was new when we came in here. Well, look, mister, I'll take these shoelaces, the, the shorter ones. Well, thank heavens. Now, do you want the metal tips or the plastic tips? Here we go again. I'll take the plastic ones. The metal ones rust. You're right, Jack, but of course you know the plastic ones crack. Oh. Well, then wait a minute. Uh, let me see. If that phone rings again, I'm going to punch you right in the nose. Give me the metal one. Yes, sir. I'll pick them up later. I'm opening a charge account. 
Well, come on, Mary. Mary, you have my Christmas list, haven't you? Yes, here it is. Uh, what does it say? It says, uh, Dear Jackie boy, I couldn't meet you last night because a customer spilled a chocolate soda all over my uniform, so I had... The list is on the other side. <laughs> Give it to me. Uh, wait a minute, Jack. Who's Josephine? The little blonde car hop at Simon's Drive-In. She used to work at the Glendale branch, but they promoted her to Beverly Hills. Gee, I, I hope that chocolate soda incident doesn't send her back to Glendale. <laughs> you know, she's very pretty, Mary. The drive-in uses her picture in all their newspaper ads. Oh, yes, I remember. She was Miss Cheeseburger of 1945. <laughs> yeah. She'd have made it this year, too, but her mustard was on crooked. <laughs> just goes to show you, fate, a little thing like that. Let me see that list, Mary. Here. Can I help you, young man? Help me? Yes. You've been standing in front of this counter for ten minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm confused. Well, that's understandable. You're confused because it's Christmas time. You've got the Christmas spirit. You're doing your Christmas shopping, and you're looking at so many different things. Well, that explains why I'm confused in December. What about the other months? <laughs> Well, I wouldn't know about that. I'm a coal miner by trade. I'm just doing this to help pay the fine. Oh, well, gee, I'd like to get something for my parents. Oh, your mother and father, eh? Yeah, how did you know? I, uh, I just figured it out. Oh, I know. I think I'll get my mother a new corset. Well, don't you think she should, she should come down and pick out her own corset? Well, Mother hasn't left the house for three days. Is she sick? No, the string broke on her old one and she can't get through the door. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. We were spending a quiet evening at home when... Boing! Oh, my goodness. Was anybody hurt? No, but my father got pinned to the wall. <laughs> anyway, wrap me up that size 44 corset, and I'll take it with me. Yes, sir. <clears throat> now, let's see, uh, let's see that list again, Mary. Oh, yes, a dozen blades for Phil, some handkerchiefs for Rochester, some little toy for Dennis. You told me at Ciro's last night you were going to buy Dennis a grand piano. Last night, I had four glasses of Muscatel. <laughs> I'm all right now, so where's the toy department? Oh, wait a minute, Jack. What about your producer, Robert Ballin? Oh, yes. I don't know what to get him. Oh, Jack, look. Why don't you get him one of those new canvas golf bags? Yeah, he'd love that. And it's only $15. Oh. <laughs> Gee, I just happen to think he, he doesn't play golf. Well, why don't you give him a nice cocktail shaker? Say, say, that sounds good. And it's only $12.50. Hmm. I just happen to remember, he doesn't drink either. Uh, what else can I buy him? A knife and fork. Let's see you get out of that. <laughs> oh, stop, will you? I'll think of something. Now, let's see. Hi, Jack. Long time no see. Huh? <laughs> what? Oh, oh, hello. Come on, Mary. 
Uh, who was that? Oh, he's a racetrack tout I used to see at Santa Anita. You remember we ran into him at the Union Station last year? Oh, yes. Say, Mary, I want to get a watch for my sponsor. I wonder where the jewelry department is. Well, there's the floor walker. Ask him. Oh, yes. Oh, floor walker? Floor walker? <laughs> yes. Uh, can you tell me where the jewelry department is? Yes, but you'll hate yourself in the morning. Look, I didn't ask for any wisecracks. You either give me a civil answer or I'll report you. Now, where is the jewelry department? It's on the third floor. Thanks. Like fun it is. <laughs> Never mind. I'll find it myself. Hmm. It's a fine store to do business with. You walked in here, Lotus Blossom. Nobody dragged you. <laughs> oh, quiet. Come on, Mary. We'll find it. Mary, let's go upstairs and get that watch for my sponsor. We'll take one of these elevators. Well, number five is just about to go up. Yeah, let's hurry. Hey, uh, Jack. Hey, Jack. Huh? Oh. Oh, it's you again. Yeah. Come here a minute. What is it? Where are you going? Upstairs. Which elevator are you taking? Uh, number five. Uh-uh. Number three. It'll beat five to the top by two and a half floors. But, but number five is about to go up. I know, I know, but she's carrying too much weight. Well, I don't know. What do you think about number one? Uh-uh. Local. Can't go the distance. Oh, well, what about number two? Slow starter. Well, it really doesn't make any difference. I'm only Christmas shopping. Okay, it's your money. I wonder where he gets his information. Jack, are we going up or not? So far, all you bought is a pair of shoelaces. Well, at least the... Say, Mary, I was thinking, maybe you were right about those plastic tips. I think they're better than the metal ones. I'll go back and change them. Oh, Jack. Come on, I'm going to change those shoelaces. Pardon me, miss. Uh, would you mind waiting on me, please? Why, yes, sir. What can I do for you all? Well, well honey, child, where you all from? Alabama. You know, that's down south. Well, corn my pone and mint my julep. Shake hands with a fella rebel. Oh, are you from the south, too? Am I from the south? Just run your hands through my hair and feel those bold weevils. Well, I declare... Hey, wait a minute. Your voice is awful familiar. Haven't I heard it before? Well, I sure you have, babe. I'm Phil Harris, the Texas Toscanini. <laughs> well, imagine that. Just wait till I tell the other girls that I waited on Phil Harris. Now, what would you like to buy? Well, sugar, I don't know. How would y'all like to see something nice in lingerie? Now, honey, <laughs> you know you shouldn't throw me a line like that. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, everybody notices it. <laughs> uh, you know, Mr. Harris, you're so much different than I pictured you to be. On the radio, you're such a braggart. You sound so conceited. I know, but it ain't really like that, honey. But Benny's writers always write me that way. 
His rider? Yeah, every time they get a hold of a beautiful hunk of man, they make him conceited. <laughs> now, look, let's see what I can get for my wife. Oh, I know. Give me one of them negligees there. Yes, sir. Shall I wrap it as a gift? Yeah, fix the package so she can't peek into it. You know, seal it over with some of that there scotch and soda tape. <laughs> But look, mister, plastic tips are metal tips. What difference does it make? Well, it's a gift, and I want it to be right. But those other shoelaces are more expensive. I don't care. I'll take them anyway. When he buys shoelaces, money is no object. That's right. Give me the expensive one. All right, all right. You're not hurting me. I work on commission. <laughs> Just wrap them, and I'll pick them up later. Come on, Mary. Uh, Jack, I want to stop them at the lingerie counter. I like this shade, miss. I'll take this pair of two-thread hose. You're wrong, lady. This hose is three-thread. Oh, no, it's two-thread. I beg your pardon, but it's three-thread. Listen, sister, don't argue with me. Not so long ago, I was standing right where you are. <laughs> That's seldom, Mary. Well, hello, Mr. Benny. <laughs> I see the Yule time is catching up with you. Oh, hello, Mr. Kitzel. Are you doing your Christmas shopping? <laughs> the things I am buying for my little daughter, I am buying, uh, you should excuse the expression, a piggy bank. Uh-huh. And my little boy is at the age where he is going in passports, but I don't know what to get him. Why don't you buy him a badminton set? Yeah, I'll pay a little more and I'll get him a good minton set. <laughs> what? Christmas. Christmas only comes once a year. I guess you're right. But I'm having trouble finding what my wife wants. What's that? A mishmashel. A what? A mishmashel. Oh, no, you mean a mix master. That's right, a mix master. <laughs> Well, I'm sure you'll find one in the appliance department. Yeah, thank you. Well, goodbye, Mr. Kitzel. Goodbye. Mary, uh, Mary, while you're buying the stockings, I'll go over to the toy department and get something for Dennis. All right, Jack. I'll see you later. Well, there you are, Mr. Wilson. How does that shoe feel? Oh, it fits perfectly. I'll take that pair. That's fine. And would you like some extra shoelaces? No, I always get a pair for Christmas. <laughs> Well, that must keep you excited. Yes, I never know whether I'm going to get plastic tips or metal tips. Oh. Well, I'll have these shoes wrapped for you in just a minute, Mr. Wilson. Fine. Oh, hello, Don. Well, how are you, Jack? Doing your Christmas shopping? Yeah, I was just going over to the toy department. I just came from there, and I bought you the most novel thing you've ever seen in your life. For me? Yes. In fact, I'm not even going to wait till Christmas. I'm going to show it to you right now. Well, what is it? Look. But, Don, that's nothing but a set of toy wooden soldiers. That's not for me. Just watch what happens when I wind them up. But, Don.
Oh, darn it, I'll have to wind them up again. Never mind, Don, I don't want to, but it was a nice thought anyway. See you later. Uh, don't bother wrapping them as a gift. Here you are. Thank you. Oh, hello, Dennis. Hello, Miss Livingston. Gee, am I tired. I just walk up to the sixth floor and back. Walk? Why didn't you take the elevator? Well, I was going to take elevator number three, but some man came over and told me it was scratched. <laughs> Oh, I was just going to buy some records. Here's a swell one, Mary. You want to hear it? Yes, put it on. Okay. to get a present for my old girl, Gladys Abisko. I don't know what to get her. Do you think she'd like a lipstick? I don't know. She got lips? <laughs> don't, don't, don't be so happy. I, I think, uh, I think I'll buy her a bottle of, uh, I think I'll buy her a bottle of perfume. Let's see what else. Oh, yes, I'll have to send something to Fred Allen. Fred Allen. I didn't know you and Fred exchanged gifts. Oh, sure. 
This year, I'd like to get him something he needs. I wonder what department sells plasma. <laughs> oh, well, come on. I'll get the perfume first. I think it's right over there. Oh, but look, oh, look, there's Jack Benny. Hello! What's that? May I have your autograph, Mr. Benny? My autograph? Yes, it will make me so very happy. Yes, indeed, so very happy. <laughs> well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be glad to. There you are. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Benny. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Who was that guy, anyway? What's the difference as long as he's happy? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the perfume counter. What? Here's the perfume counter. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, pardon me, sir. Uh, I'd like to buy some perfume. Okay, mister. What kind of perfume would you like? <laughs> Well, uh, I don't know. What's popular right now? Well, here's something that's not too strong, yet leaves a trail of broken hearts. <laughs> oh. It's called Avec Trage Tambucu My Cherie Trey Bean. What, uh, what does that mean in English? Condensation of steam that's been forced through a motorman's glove. <laughs> So much trouble. No, no, I don't think I'd like that. Well, here's some other perfume called Essence of Smog. Well, I don't know. Mary, do you think I ought to take a bottle of this? Certainly. Uh, how much is it, mister? This is 25 bucks an ounce, and the other one I showed you is 30 bucks. Well, haven't you anything a little more reasonable? Yeah. I even have some perfume for 25 cents an ounce. 25 cents an ounce. What kind of a bottle does that come in? It don't come in no bottle. We keep it on tap. <laughs> on tap? I bet they serve pretzels with it. Well, I don't think I'll take any. By the way, mister, how come they put a fellow like you behind the perfume counter? Oh, my regular job is in a delicatessen department slicing Limburger cheese. <laughs> Limburger cheese? Yeah. Once a month, they send me here to neutralize me. <laughs> well, what do you know? <laughs> uh, come on, Mary. Uh, I'll get the perfume later. Let's go home, huh? I'm, uh, I'm tired. Well, don't forget to stop at the notions counter to pick up the shoelaces you bought, the ones with the plastic tips. The shoelaces? Mm -hmm. I bet... Hey, wait a minute. Did I get the plastic tips? Sure, you went back and changed them. Oh, yeah. You know, Mary, now that I think about it... Yeah! <laughs> yes, Mary, I might as well get what I want, and I'd rather have the metal tips. Come on. Oh, look, there's Rochester buying some neckties. Yeah, and that floor walker's waiting on him. Let's sneak up behind him. I think this tie is beautiful. It's very unusual. Yeah, but I don't think my boss would like it. It isn't his style. <laughs> I see. What type of man is your boss? Well, he's medium tall, medium 
overweight and rather conservative. You mean he's conservative in appearance? It goes deeper than that. <laughs> At least he's subtle. Quiet, I want to hear this. Now, here's a nice tie. Maybe he'd like this one. Yeah, that's a pretty thing. How much is it? It's only $3.50. How much? $3.50. Too bad he would have liked that one. <laughs> oh, fine. Well, if you don't want to spend quite so much, here's a nice tie for 89 cents. Well, that's close to what I have in mind and wallet. Of course, it might be a little too plain for your boss. Is he a young man? No. Is he middle-aged? No. <laughs> Is he elderly? Wrap it up! <laughs> Rochester Van Jones. Oh, hello, boss. I didn't see you. I know you didn't. Don't be buying me any 89-cent tie. You keep out of this. I'm working on commission. Well, now. Now, look, Rochester, you've been with me 10 years now, and I've been very nice to you. I've always tried to make things pleasant for you and keep you happy, haven't I? I'd like to hear Judge Goldberg's opinion on that. <laughs> Never mind. Now, I'm leaving you here, and I want you to decide for yourself whether or not I'm worth more than an 89-cent tie. Come on, Mary, let's go. Say, Mary, which tie do you think Rochester's going to buy me, the one for three fifty or the one for 89 cents? Well, if you were Rochester, which one would you buy? I'll fire that guy. <laughs> oh, here we are, Mary. Here's the notions counter. Oh, say, mister. Yes? About the shoelaces I bought. Oh, yes, yes. I've got them all wrapped up. Here you are. Well, I've been thinking about the plastic tips, and I think the metal tips would be much better. No. No, no. 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 But all I, all I want to do is change them. Change them? Change them, he says. This can't be happening to me. This must be a dream. Look, mister. I've always been a good man. Always did the right thing. Look, mister. Worked hard in the store. A loyal employee. Look, clerk. I... When the Christmas season started, they gave us our choice of departments. I know. I could have had any counter I wanted. But I took shoelaces. Look. Shoelaces! And why? Because I thought it would be easy. Simple. Mister. Look... Metal tips. Plastic tips. And we've got rubber tips, too. But I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't tell you. Come on, Mary. There's a crowd forming. Let's get out of here. We'll be back in just a minute, but first, here's my good friend, Mr. L.A. Speed Riggs. In a cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts. And today, tomorrow, always. Lucky strike means fine tobacco. Mr. Dewey H. Huffy, an independent tobacco auctioneer of Reedsville, North Carolina, was born and raised in the tobacco business. He said... Season after season, I've seen the makers of Lucky Strike buy tobacco that's mild, ripe, and mellow. Fine tobacco that tastes good and smokes good. I've smoked Lucky's myself for 29 years. Year after year, independent tobacco experts like Mr. Huffine, auctioneers, buyers, and warehousemen, 
and see the makers of Lucky Strike consistently select and buy that fine, that light, that naturally mild tobacco. Fine, light, naturally mild tobacco. Real Lucky Strike tobacco, yes? L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And fine tobacco means real deep-down smoking enjoyment for you. So smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. Say, Mary, that department store was certainly crowded, wasn't it? It sure was. And they had so many people working there. There was Mel Blanc, Gerald Moore, Frank Nelson, Benny Rubin, Leola Vaughn, Artie Auerbach, Sandy Bickard, Pete Leeds, Elliot Lewis. And you know those little wooden soldiers that sang? Yeah. Sounded just like that quartet, the sportsmen. I was going to mention my writers, too, but they wouldn't even come in for the show. They stayed in Palm Springs. I hope they run out of suntan oil. Good night, folks. <laughs> National Broadcasting Company. The Jack Benny Program, presented by Lucky Strike. Quality of product is essential to continuing success. And Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. L-S-M-F-T. Yes, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And in a cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts. Remember what happens at the tobacco auction? At market after market, independent tobacco experts can see the makers of Lucky Strike consistently select and buy that fine, that light, that naturally mild tobacco. Lucky Strike presents The Man Who Knows, the tobacco warehouseman. Mr. Alexander Irvin, well-known tobacco warehouseman of Reedsville, North Carolina, said recently... For many seasons, I've seen the makers of Lucky Strike buy ripe, mellow tobacco. Fine tobacco you just can't beat for real smoking quality. I smoked Lucky's myself for 14 years. So for your own real, deep-down smoking enjoyment, remember... L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And Lucky Strike is the ideal gift on every Christmas list. So say Merry Christmas 200 times with a carton of 200 Lucky Strike cigarettes in their beautiful holiday wrapping. And for the specials on your list, a special handsome gift box of 500 Lucky Strike cigarettes. Each so round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. <laughs> Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, there are only three more shopping days till Christmas. So let's pick up Jack and Rochester on their way down to do their last-minute Christmas shopping. Rochester, how far is it from my house to downtown? Uh, about seven miles, boss. Oh, fine. We ought to be there about noon. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing we started last night. <laughs> yeah. Gee, there sure is a lot of traffic this time of year. And I have so much to do. I better check over this list. 
Clark Gable, a half a dozen shirts, Barbara Stanwyck, one dozen initial handkerchiefs, Gary Cooper, two pair of silk pajamas, Claudette Colbert, lace negligee. Rochester, I hope we can deliver these things by tomorrow. Yeah, you promised them they'll have their laundry back before Christmas. <laughs> We may have to work nights. <laughs> oh, well, let's not worry about that now. Donna, we'll never get downtown at this rate. So slow riding behind the trolley. Do you want me to cast off and hook onto a bus? <laughs> no, I can't stand those fumes. You know, Rochester, Christmas is a lot different now than it was years ago. I remember one Christmas Eve when I was a kid. The ground was covered with snow, and as I looked out the window, in the distance I could see someone dressed in red. Suddenly there came a patter of hoofbeats and a knock on the door, and the door flew open, and a man said, The British are coming! <laughs> he did not. He said, Merry Christmas. It was Santa Claus. Then he came into the house and gave my cousin Cliff a sled, my sister Florence a doll, and Rochester, you'll never guess what Santa Claus gave me. What? A violin. <laughs> the sweet old man did that? <laughs> Rochester, don't be so... Uh oh there's the store. We better start looking for a place to park. Here's a place. Slow down while I see what it says on the sign. This parking lot reserved for the patrons of the Paddock Swimming Pool Company. One hour free parking with each $6,000 purchase. <laughs> it's a shame we've already have a swimming pool. Oh, look, here's another free parking lot. Let me see. This lot reserved for the patrons of Dr. Whiteside, the friendly dentist. One hour free parking with each tooth pull. <laughs> Rochester. I went last time. It's your turn now. <laughs> well, never mind. Let me out and you find a place to park the car. I got to meet Miss Livingston. Okay. Gee, there's certainly a lot of people downtown today. Jack. Oh, Jack. Oh, hello, Mary. Jack, I've been waiting for 15 minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. We got held up in traffic. Let's go in the store. Mary, you have my Christmas list, haven't you? Yes, here it is. What does it say? It says, uh, Dear Jackie boy, I couldn't meet you last night because a customer spilled a chocolate soda all over my uniform. So I... The list is on the other side. <laughs> Give it to me. Wait a minute, Jack. Who's Josephine? Uh, the little blonde car hop at Simon's Drive-In. She used to work at the Glendale branch, but they promoted her to Beverly Hills. <laughs> Gee, I hope that chocolate soda incident doesn't send her back to Glendale. <laughs> you know, she's very pretty, Mary. The drive-in uses her pictures and, and all their newspaper ads. Oh, yes, I remember. She was Miss Cheeseburger of 1946. <laughs> yeah, she'd have made it this year, too, but her mustard was on crooked. <laughs> Just goes to show you, fate... A little thing like that, huh? Let me see that list, Mary. Here you are. Gee, I still have to buy a present for my old girlfriend, Gladys Abisko. I don't know what to get her. Do you think she'd like a lipstick? I don't know. She got lips. <laughs> yes. Oh, stop being so catty. I know what. I'll just send her some flowers. Now, come on, before I do, uh, do any shopping, I want to open a charge account. 
There's the credit department over there. Now, uh, Mr. Benny, I think we have all the personal information we need. Now, would you tell us something about your financial qualifications? What are your assets? Well, I own my own home, my own car. I have three paid-up insurance policies. I have a radio program, and I own some stocks and bonds. I see. Now, what are your liabilities? My liabilities? The horn blows at midnight. <laughs> Mary. The horn blows at midnight. Oh, yes, that was a picture. Thank you. <laughs> now, Mr. Benny, in what bank do you keep your money? Uh, the Bank of America, California Bank, Security Trust Company, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Mercantile Trust Company, Security Savings Bank, First National Bank of New York, Pittsburgh Trust Company, National Bank of Commerce. Can I help you, young man? Help me? Yes, yes, you've been standing in front of this counter for 10 minutes. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm confused. Well, that's understandable. You're confused because it's Christmas time, you've got the Christmas spirit, you're doing your Christmas shopping, and you're looking at so many different things. Well, that explains why I'm confused in December, but what about the other months? Well, I wouldn't know. I'm just standing behind this counter because in a moment of enthusiasm, I sold my pants. <laughs> I'd like to get something for my parents. Oh, your mother and father, eh? Yeah, how did you know? <laughs> oh, I just figured it out. Gee whiz, I don't know what to get for my mother. You know, young man, looking at you, I can just picture your mother. You can? Yes, small, petite, gentle, a kindly smile for everyone, and spends most of the time sitting in a rocking chair knitting. That's my father. Now try and guess my mother. <laughs> oh, boy, she sure makes him toe the mark. You mean your father's afraid of your mother? Oh, everybody's afraid of my mother. When I was born, the stork left me a block away from the house. What? It's a good thing I knew the address. <laughs> Gee, I wish I knew what to buy my mother for a Christmas present. Oh, I know. I'll get her one of these. What size is this one? 38. No, that'll be a little too small. What size is this one here? That's a 44. That's fine. Put some bullets in it and wrap it up. <laughs> yes, sir. Send it to Mrs. Patricia Day and put a card in it saying, with all my love, Dennis. Yes, sir, I'll do that immediately. First National Bank, Bank of Manhattan, Sacramento Savings and Trust, San Francisco Bank Exchange, and the Benny Trust Company of Waukegan. Well, well, you certainly keep your money in a lot of different places. Yes. He's also got a St. Bernard with a coin slot in the brandy barrel. <laughs> That's in case I get lost, is it? Well, Mr. Benny, as far as your credit is concerned, that's all the information we need. Thank you. Now, come on, Mary. Let's get my shopping started. Let me see that list again. There's Don, Rochester. I know what to get Dennis. He told me what he wants. And it's such a silly thing. What does he want? A bulletproof vest. <laughs> Say, Mary, what would be a good thing for a nine-year-old boy? I want to get something for little Stevie Kent. Stevie Kent? Isn't he the little boy who tackled you in the football game and sprained your ankle? Uh-huh. And you're buying him a present? Mary, it was an accident. He didn't mean to do it. Then why are you suing him? I'm not suing him. <laughs> I dropped the case after he paid the doctor bill. Now, come on, let's try Mr. to... Mr. Benny, Mr. Jack Benny, please report to the credit department. Oh, darn it, what do they want now? 
Uh, pardon me, miss. Would you mind waiting on me, please? Well, yes, sir. What can I do for you all? Well, honey, child. <laughs> you the same little gal waiting on me last year. You from Alabama, ain't you? I show I am. Are you all from the South? Am I all from the South? Honey, when I was born, the doctor held me up by my feet and slapped me with a candied yam. <laughs> well, corn my pole and mint my julep if it ain't little old Phil Harris. That's me, baby. They purchased Louisiana because I was in it. <laughs> I don't doubt it for a minute. Now, what would you like to buy? Well, uh, I don't know. How would y'all like to see something nice in lingerie? Now, honey, you know you shouldn't throw me a line like that. <laughs> oh. Gee, Mr. Harris, you're so cute. Yeah, everybody notices it. <laughs> you know, Mr. Harris, you're so much different than I pictured you to be. On the radio, you're such a braggart. You sound so conceited. That ain't nothing. Wait till I go on television. <laughs> Are you all gonna go on television? Honey, when a man is as good-looking as I am, television ain't a luxury, it's a necessity. <laughs> now, let me see, uh... <laughs> Let me see. I'm wondering, honey, what I can get for my wife. Um, oh, I'll tell you what. Hey, give me one of them negligees there. Why, yes, sir. Shall I wrap it as a gift? Yeah, and fix the package up so she can't peek into it. Seal it over with some of that scotch and soda tape. <laughs> I'll have it wrapped up for you in two shakes of a possum's tail. Wait right here, Mr. Harris. <laughs> Mister, there was a call that I report back here to the credit department. Oh, yes, Mr. Benny. The store has checked your financial standing, and we're happy to say that the papers are all ready for the loan. Loan? I don't want to get a loan. No, we do. <laughs> oh. Well, how much Jack, you... come on. You came here to do your Christmas shopping. Oh, yes, yes. You better call me at home, mister. Uh, come on, Mary. I might as well buy the flowers for Gladys Abisco first. Okay. Hiya, Jack. Huh? Oh, hello. Long time no see. That's right. Come on, Mary. Jack, who was that? Oh, he's that racetrack tout who used to hang around Santa Anita. What a guy. Come on, let's get away from him, huh? Oh, wait a minute, Jack. I want to stop the lingerie counter. I like this shade, miss. I'll take this pair of two-thread hose. You're wrong, lady. This hose is three-thread. Oh, no, it's two-thread. 
I beg your pardon, but it's three threads. Listen, sister, don't argue with me. Not so long ago, I was standing right where you are. Let's tell her, Mary. I don't know why I'm so fresh. She's making more money than I am. Only during the holiday season. Anyway, Mary, you don't have to buy stockings. I was going to give you a pair for Christmas. I'll buy my own. I wore the stockings you gave me last year, and everybody thought I was a nurse. <laughs> How do I know the kind you want? Now, come with me while I get the flowers. Hello, Mr. Benny. I see the Yule time is catching up with you. Oh, hello, Mr. Kitzel. Hello, are you doing your Christmas shopping? <laughs> Look at this armload of bundles, the things I am buying. Now, what's in that long, thin package? This is a present I'm sending to my brother-in-law. It's a hacksaw. A hacksaw? If he gets it in time, he'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> Mr. Kitzel, your brother-in-law is a prisoner? No, he's the warden. Well, if he's the warden, why does he want a hacksaw? He was playing truth or consequences with the prisoners, and he lost. <laughs> oh. Say, Mr. Kitzel, what are you getting your wife for Christmas? I got it already here in this box. It's a beautiful fur coat. Well, uh, that's nice. What is it, a fox or sable? On the label, it's sable. In the box, it's fox. <laughs> well... Don't you know what you bought? I mean, didn't you ask the salesman? For $29, I should start an argument. <laughs> well, maybe you're right. She'll probably like it anyway. Well, goodbye, Mr. Kitzel. Merry Yule time, Mr. Benny. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Say, Mary, uh, while you're waiting for your stockings, I'm going over and pick out some flowers for Gladys. So. Gee, all these flowers are so beautiful. But I think I'll get these roses. Yeah, they're the nicest. Hey, Jack. Jack. Huh? What you doing? I'm buying flowers. What kind? <laughs> I'm buying roses. Uh-uh. Uh, what? Take the carnations. <laughs> but look, I, I don't want carnations. I want roses. Come here a minute. Huh? Don't be a jank. The roses are a buck apiece. That's even money. I know. The same don't want carnations will get you six to one. <laughs> six to one? Don't take my weight for it. Here it is in the seed catalog. Look, Mr. I'll, uh, I'll show you. Now, let's see. Uh, poppies, gladiolas, chrysanthemums, poison ivy. Now, oh, that's been scratched. Uh, violets, daisies, roses. Yeah, here it is, roses. Blooms early, fades in the finish. <laughs> Well, look, I don't care what it says. I'm still going to buy the roses. Okay. It's your money. I wish that guy would leave me alone. <laughs> Say, 
mistake. Oh, miss! Miss! Now, uh, let me see. I have my rifle, cartridges, my rod and reel and hooks. Yes, sir. Now, is there anything else you need? Oh, yes, yes, a tent. Very well. How about this one over here? Well, that looks good. Shall I have it delivered? No, just put sleeves on it. I'll wear it home. <laughs> oh, done, done. Well, hello, Jack. Hello. Doing your last-minute shopping? Yeah, I was just going over to the perfume counter to get a present for my sister, Florence. Well, Jack, before you go, I want to show you something I bought you in the toy department. I gave you something like this last year, but you broke it, remember? Oh, yeah, but Don, that was last year. I'm too old for toys But, now. Jack, this is so novel. Now, just look at it. A set of toy wooden soldiers. Now, that's not for me, believe me. Well, now, just watch what happens when I wind them up. Don, people are watching. Don, you can show it to me at home. Here it goes. <laughs> It's a round, it's a firm, it's a full big, full big pack. Better buy luckies, better buy luckies, luckies strikes the smoke for me. Better try luckies, better try luckies, then the sandwich. Better buy luckies, better buy luckies, luckies strikes the smoke for me. LSM, 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 I'll have to wind them up again. Never mind, Don. Forget it. It was nice of you to think of me anyway. I'll see you later. Jack, Jack, I've been looking for you. Oh, I'm sorry, Mary. I stopped to talk to Don Wilson. Oh, say, Mary, don't let me forget to buy something for Fred Allen. Fred Allen? Yeah. I don't know what to get him. He has nothing. <laughs> Oh, I'll buy something for my sister first. Uh, here's the perfume counter. Uh, pardon me, sir. I'd like to buy some perfume. Okay, mister. What kind of perfume would you like? <laughs> well, I don't know. What's popular right now? Well, here's something that's not too strong yet leaves a trail of broken hearts. <laughs> Oh. It's called Avec Je T'aime Beaucoup, My Cherie Trayvine. What does that mean? I don't know. I didn't take French when I was at Harvard. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, I don't think I'd like that. What else have you got? Well, here's some other perfume called Essence of a Locker Room. <laughs> No, 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 I don't want... Say, here's a perfume that looks nice. How much is that? 68 cents a gallon. <laughs> 68 cents a gallon? What do you think, Mary? The same as you. The price is right. I didn't mean that. If you want something cheaper, here's some perfume for only 25 cents. 25 cents? What kind of a bottle does that come in? That don't come in no bottle. We keep it on tap. <laughs> On tap. When I draw it fast, you ought to see the head on it. 
Well, never mind. I'll get something else. By the way, mister, how come they put a fellow like you behind the perfume counter? Oh, my regular job is in a delicatessen department slicing Limburger cheese. <laughs> Limburger cheese? Yeah, once a month they send me here to neutralize me. <laughs> Well, you must have just come up. Huh? Come on, Mary, let's go. Mary, uh, let's go to another counter and see... Oh, look, there's Rochester buying some cufflinks. Oh, yeah, I wonder who they're for. Let's sneak up behind them and listen. I think these are beautiful. They're very unusual. Yeah, but I don't think my boss would like them. They ain't his style. I see. What type of man is your boss? Well, he's medium tall, medium weight, and rather conservative. By, uh, by conservative, you mean he's parsimonious? Parsimonious? What's that? Frugal. What's frugal? Thrifty. You're headed in the right direction, but you've got a long way to go. If I had those couplings already, I'd fire them. Quiet. I want to hear this. Now, let's see. Maybe he'd like something else. Why don't you buy him a nice wallet? He ain't got no use for a wallet. Where does he keep his money? California Bank, Bank of America, Security First National Bank, and a Philco Deep Freeze. <laughs> a Philco Deep Freeze? Mr. Benny likes some of his money in cold cash. <laughs> Rochester. Oh, hello, boss. I didn't see you. I know you didn't, but if you're going to buy me a Christmas present, buy it. Don't discuss my personal affairs. Yes, sir. Now, come on, Mary. Let's go. Oh, say, Mary, there's one thing I still have to get. What's that? A present for Don Wilson. I can get it right over here at this counter. Oh, clerk. Yes, sir? I was uh, thinking of getting... Say, some... your face looks familiar. Didn't I wait on you last year? Yes, yes, I believe you did. I was thinking of getting... Now I remember. You bought a pair of shoelaces, didn't you? <laughs> Yes, yes, I did. Now, I was thinking of getting... You couldn't make up your mind whether to get plastic tips or metal tips. Uh, that's right, that's right. Uh, Jack, let's get out of here. Wait, Mary, I have to buy Don's present. Uh, mister, do you happen to have... I remember how you kept coming back. First you'd get plastic tips, then you'd change to metal tips. Plastic tips, metal tips. It was a hard decision to make, is he? Now, mister, tips, I'd like to metal get... Metal tips, plastic tips, metal tips. Jack, get out quick. Wait a minute. And you came back again and again and again and again. Mister. All the other clerks went home, but I had to stay. Look, mister. But you're not going to do it to me this year. Jack. Plastic tips, metal tips, plastic tips, metal tips. Get out of here. Get out of here. gentlemen, since this is our Christmas show, we feel that it is fitting to close with a medley of Christmas carols sung by Dennis Day.
dark street shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. The Jack Benny Program, presented by Lucky Strike. Smoke a Lucky to feel your level best. Smoke a Lucky to feel your level best. Your level best. That's how you'll feel when you light up a Lucky. Because Lucky's fine tobacco picks you up when you're low calms you down when you're tense, puts you on the right level to feel and do your level best. 
It's important to you as a smoker to know that fine tobacco can do this for you. And every smoker knows. L-S-M-F-T, L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco, mild, ripe, light tobacco. Remember, more independent tobacco experts, auctioneers, buyers, and warehousemen smoke Lucky Strike regularly than the next two leading brands combined. So next time you buy cigarettes, remember that Lucky's fine tobacco picks you up when you're low, calms you down when you're tense. By putting you on the right level, the lucky level, to feel and do your level best. That's the lucky level. Smoke a lucky to feel your level best. Smoke a lucky to feel your level best. Get on the lucky level where it's fun to be alive. Get a carton of luckies and get started today. And listen, here's a Christmas gift suggestion that's bound to make a big hit. Say Merry Christmas 200 times by giving the gay holiday-wrapped carton of 200 luckies. And for that extra special someone on your list, give Lucky Strike 500s. The handsome Christmas gift box of 25 packages of Lucky Strike cigarettes. The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, the sportsman, and yours truly, Don Wilson. gentlemen, there are only five more days till Christmas. So let's go down to the local department store where Jack and Mary have gone to do their last-minute Christmas shopping. Mary, Mary, read my Christmas list, will you please? Uh, gold cufflinks, platinum cigarette lighters, silk pajamas, a star sapphire ring, a Cadillac, a diamond stick No, pen. no, Mary. Those are the things I'm asking Santa Claus to give me. <laughs> my shopping list is on the other side. Oh. Oh, here it is. A package of lifesavers, <laughs> razor blades, toothbrush, shoelaces. Jack Benny, you ought to be a Mary, chef. Mary, I gave you the wrong one. Here's my Christmas list. See? Don Wilson, wallet. Well, let's go. The leather goods counter's over there. Okay. Gee, this yes, store sir. is crowded. Can, uh, can I help you, please? Oh, yes. I'd like to see some of your wallets. Well, we have a large variety. All these wallets you see here are $1.98. A dollar ninety-eight? Yes, sir. Uh, Jack, here's some better wallets over here. Oh, yes, I think Don would like this one. It's a uh, genuine cowhide. Cowhide? Uh, how much is that? Forty dollars. <laughs> cowhide. Forty dollars? Jack, stop squeezing it. It won't give milk. <laughs> But Mary... Look, Jack, Don has been with you 15 years. It's about time you got him something nice. But Mary, $40. Oh, Jack, for heaven's sake, for once in your life, show Don you appreciate his loyalty. You know, Mary, you're right. I'm going to get Don this wallet. He deserves it. Mister, I'll take that $40 wallet. Yes, sir. Does that, uh, does that include the engraving? Oh, yes. Uh, what would you like to put on it? The price. <laughs> Wait a minute. I want to enclose one of these cards. Let's see. What'll I write? To Don. A very Merry Christmas from Jack Benny. Here it is, mister. Make a nice gift package and see that Mr. Wilson gets it before Christmas. Yes, sir. Come on, Mary. I want to go to the sporting goods department and get something for Phil. 
Well, here we are. Gee, they sure have a nice assortment of guns and hunting equipment, Jack. Yeah, I think I should be able to get something for Phil here. They seem to have almost... May I help you, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, yes, clerk. I'd like to get something for a friend who is quite a sportsman. Well, we've got all kinds of camping equipment. Uh, Does he sleep outdoors much? Yes, sometimes right in front of the house. (laughs) Jack. Uh, Clerk, he has all the camping equipment he needs. His favorite sport, though, is hunting. See, he makes two or three trips a year to the High Sierras. Oh, does he hunt bear? Well, a few days ago, he... Hey, mister, mister, ask me that again, will you? Does he hunt bear? No, Patrillo makes him wear his union suit. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the matter, clerk? Didn't you get it? Yes, and if you'll lend me your handkerchief, I'll wipe it off. <laughs> Look, I-, I didn't come here for any of your silly wisecracks. He thinks he's smart, doesn't he, Mary? Uh, don't talk to me. I'm pretending I'm not with you. <laughs> what? And now, sir, supposing you look over some of these items while I take care of another customer. Okay, okay. Do you mind if I fool around with this gun? Not at all. It's loaded. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Mary. Mary, I wonder if Phil... Hello, Mr. Benny. Oh, yeah. Well, well, well. Hello, Mr. Kitzel. Are, are you doing your Christmas shopping? Yes, I'm buying a Christmas present for my wife. She's always complaining she hasn't got what to wear. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll get her something sporty in the line of clothes, you know? Oh. Well, that sounds nice. Why don't you get your wife a pair of slacks? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> you never saw my wife. <laughs> She's not the type to wear slacks. Why? Well, she should be slack. She's lumpy. <laughs> oh, your, your wife is a little chubby, eh? A little chubby. From the back, she looks like Don Wilson from the front. <laughs> and sideways, you wouldn't believe it. I'll take your word for it, huh? Tell me, Mr. Benny, what are you getting your neighbor for Christmas? My neighbor? Yes, uh, Ronald Goldman. (laughs) Oh, no, that's Ronald Coleman. I don't know what to get him, but I'll think of something. Yes, I suppose. Well, I better finish my shopping. Lumpy is expecting me home for dinner. (laughs) Goodbye, Mr. Kitzel, and Merry Christmas. The feeling is reciprocal. Make up your mind. We still have other shopping to do, you know. All right. You know, I think I'll take this fishing outfit. Oh, clerk. Uh, just a minute. I have other customers. Oh, all right. I'll wait. Uh, that'll be eight seventy-six, madam. Hmm. Uh, have you decided on that, sir? Good. That'll be twelve seventy-five. Gee. <laughs> uh, yes, ma'am. Sixteen fifty out of twenty. Gosh. Ouch! Finally got your nose caught in it, didn't you? 
Never mind. Just give me that fishing rod. Now wrap it up and I'll call for it later. Come on, Mary. Gee, my nose hurts. Well, it's your own fault. Now let's finish our shopping. Hey, hey, wait a minute, Mary. What's the matter? I've been thinking about that card I put in Don's gift. You know, I think I should have written something clever. I'm going back to the wallet department. Oh, for heaven's sake, Dad. Oh, clerk, clerk. Yes, sir? Remember me? I, I bought a $40 wallet here a few minutes ago, and I'd like to change the card. But, mister, I've already got it wrapped with ribbon and tinsel and everything. Well, I'm sorry, but you'll have to open it up. I want to change the card. But, see? mister... Now, please, I'm a customer here. Open it up. Okay. I know what I'll do. I'll write a poem. Oh, fine. Henry Wadsworth, tight fellow. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh... Oh, oh, I've got one. To Don. This gift is from Jackie and golly, oh, shucks. I hope that you like it. It costs 40 bucks. <laughs> there you are. There you are, mister. Wrap this up with a gift. I'm wrapping it. I'm wrapping it. <laughs> Come on, Mary. You know, Mary, I'm glad I'm giving down that $40 wallet. Yeah, it'd be kind of tough to get a rhyme for $1.98. Yeah. Now, Mary, let's go up to the mezzanine and... Oh, hello, Phil. Hiya, Jackson. Hello, Livy, you little fugitive from the doll counter. <laughs> hello, Phil. My, you're certainly loaded down with packages. Yeah, I've been shopping all day. Got presents for everybody. How about you two? Well, I'm nearly finished with my shopping. Your five bucks is almost gone, huh? <laughs> Phil, for your information, I just spent $40 on Don Wilson. What'd you do, take him to lunch? <laughs> No, I... Uh, look out, Phil. One of your packages is slipping. Yeah, there it goes. <laughs> oh, darn it. Now I'll have to get Remley another present. <laughs> Let's move away. I'm getting dizzy. Uh, Phil, did you get gifts for the rest of your band? Yeah, I bought every guy in my orchestra a pair of bedroom slippers. Bedroom slippers for your musicians? Uh-huh. I thought if I could get them started with those, maybe we could get shoes on them later. <laughs> Oh, that would be wonderful. <laughs> anyway, I got all my boys taken care of. The only one I ain't got a gift for yet is Alice. Uh, maybe she'd like to boo. Could be. She thought he was great in Elephant Boy. Phil, <laughs> that's Sabu. He's a picture star. I wouldn't know. I'm a radio man myself. <laughs> well, I'll be running along. I gotta get Remley another bottle of toilet water. Toilet water? Phil, that bottle that broke was toilet water? Certainly, if it was the other, do you think I'd have stood here and let it soak into the rug? <laughs> See you later, Jackson. Bye, Mary. Goodbye, Phil. Goodbye, Phil. Come on, Mary. You know, I'm going to be on Phil's show, but he doesn't know it, you know. Hey, let's go up to the mezzanine. They always have nice things up there. Okay, here's the elevator. Yeah. The mezzanine, please. Gee, that's funny, Mary. Four guys running one elevator. Second floor. Christmas toys for girls and boys, sweaters, shirts, and ties. Corset stays, men's toothpaste, toothpicks any size. You will like Lucky Strike, buy them here because they're round and firm and fully packed, just like Santa Claus. Fellas, you passed my floor. Look, at I wanted to get off at the mezzanine. Third floor. Here you'll find Venetian blinds, pool and billiard cues, movie reels, rubber heels, boots and button shoes, coaster bikes, lucky strikes, try one and you'll see, your best bet in cigarettes is LSMFT. Fellas, look, take me down, will you? I wanted the mezzanine. Fourth floor. 
Oh, for heaven. Pots and pans, garbage cans, silverware and knives, buggy whips and pillow slips, chinaware and shives, cartons of smokes you love make a perfect gift. Luckies are the best by far, so give your friends a lift. Look at fellas, please. I wanted the mezzanine. Take me to the mezzanine. Fifth floor. Tootsie rolls, donut holes, button hooks and bows, violins that fit your chins, shovels, rakes and hoes, railroad spikes, lucky strikes, get them on this floor. Once you smoke a lucky strike, we're sure that you want more. Look, boys, I want to finish shopping. Now take me down to the mezzanine. Going down. Mezzanine, gasoline, alligator bags. Coats and boats and billy goats and girdles if it sags. Let us off, let us off, we got things to do. Merry Christmas to you all, and a happy new year too. Thanks. Jack, we're back on the main floor. Well, how do you like that? I asked him to say it's just as well. You know, I've been thinking about that card for Don's wallet. Jack. I don't think it's an appropriate card for a $40 gift. I'm going back and change it. Well, I haven't got nerve enough to face that clerk. I'm going to buy something for my sister, Babe. Babe? What are you going to get her? Well, she asked me to send her a telescope. What does Babe want with a telescope? Uh, she lives across the street for the YMCA. <laughs> oh. Well, I'll meet you here later. I'm going to change that card. Oh, clerk. Clerk. Yes, sir? What can I... <laughs> oh, it's you again. Yes, yes. I, I want to change the card in that gift. Oh, no. No, no. First you buy the gift, then you write the card, then I wrap the gift, then you change the card, but look, then I unwrap the gift, Mr. and then you rewrite the card, and then I wrap the gift, and now you want to write another card! Look, never mind that, just unwrap the gift, will you? I've already sent it down to the delivery department! <laughs> well, look, you'll, you'll just have to go down there and get it. All right, I'll go, I'll go. I haven't run into anyone like you in 20 years. Oh, why did the governor have to give me that pardon? <laughs> look, look, just bring me my package, will you? All right, all right, I'll get it, I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> hmm, what an eccentric character, you know? Something like it. Stevie, uh, Stevie, maybe we can buy something for Mr. Benny here. Okay, Joey, let's look around. Something I can do for you boys? Uh, yes, we'd like to buy something for the treasurer of our club, the Beverly Hills Beavers. A present for the treasurer of your club, eh? How old is he? About the same age as you. 39. <laughs> well, boys, it's none of my business, but how come you picked a 39-year-old man to be the treasurer of your beaver club? Because he's such a good businessman. He puts all of our dues in the treasury, and then he lends it out at 10%. <laughs> oh, I see. Who does he lend it to? Us. <laughs> it's 
Christmas, we were thinking of getting him a necktie. Well, that's always a nice present. Why don't you buy him one that matches his favorite suit? No, we like this one. It matches his eyes. Oh, are his eyes blue? Bluer than the waters of Lake Louise under a sultry summer sky. <laughs> My, where did you boys learn that? Every beaver has to memorize it before I can borrow money. <laughs> well, I'm sure he'll like this tie. It's a dollar fifty cents. I'll wrap it up for you. Thank you. Here you are, mister. Now, let's not have any more trouble. Make the card out right this time, will you? Yes, Jack, we've wasted enough time. All right. Uh, how do you think this sounds, Mary? To Don. Your pear-shaped tones, many announcers ape. But no one can match your pear-shaped shape. <laughs> Isn't that a cute, huh? Yes, Jack, it's a beautiful poem. Nick Kenny would be proud of it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, hello, Mr. Benny. Hello, Mary. Hello, Dennis. Well, Dennis, I didn't expect to run into you here. Oh, I brought my mother's lunch. She's the Santa Claus. <laughs> Your mother is the Santa Claus with a white beard and everything? Yeah, and she sure fooled my father. He climbed up on her lap and told her he wanted Hedy Lamar for Christmas. <laughs> oh, for heaven's sake, what did she do? I don't know, but now my father goes around singing, All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth. <laughs> Say, say, Dennis, Dennis, listen. Come here, come here a minute, will you? Huh? Dennis, you've, you've been a nice kid, and you've been with me so long. Here it is Christmas, and, well, here's a $50 bonus. Oh, uh, that's just a trick to get me to buy something for you. <laughs> it is not. I don't care if you don't get me anything. Oh, yeah? Last year when I forgot to buy you a present, you picked me up and threw me in your Bendix. What? And then you charge me 40 cents for washing my shirt. <laughs> Look, kid, if you don't want... Oh, my goodness. What's the matter, Jack? Just a minute. Oh, clerk. Now what? <laughs> now what? <laughs> that, that card I wrote to Mr. Wilson, I left it right here on the counter, and I, I can't find it. Oh, don't worry about it. I found it, and I put it in the package, wrapped it up, and sent it down to the delivery room. Well, I, uh... I forgot to sign the card. <laughs> Jack, Jack, let's go. You're creating a scene. It's okay, lady. I'll get his package. The customer is always right. And this jerk is a customer. <laughs> See, Mary, you, you've got to know how to handle these people, you see? Now, come on, let's shop around till he gets the package from the delivery room, will you? Say, Mary, what do you think I ought to get for my sister Florence? Well, I don't know. Uh, laundry might be nice. Say, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Uh, there's the laundry counter right over there. Oh, yes. Uh, pardon me, but would you mind waiting on us? Uh, why not? <laughs> Your money's as good as anybody's. Well, could you show me something in silk lingerie? 
Certainly. What's your size? Look, they're not for me. Uh, they're for his sister, size 34. Okay. Here's a whole box of them. Uh, will you lay the lingerie out for us, please? Well, just a minute till I put my gloves on. Gloves? Touching that stuff with my bare hands makes me a nervous wreck. <laughs> What? Especially the black ones. <laughs> Look. Look, mister, we haven't got all day. Show us something in size 34. Okay. Here's a nice little garment. A genuine, pure silk nighty. Gee, that's awfully pretty. I think this would be very... Uh, uh, wait a minute, mister. What are these little loops on the bottom of the nightgown? The loops? Yeah. yeah, the loops. <laughs> yes, what are the loops for? When you go to bed, you hook them over your toes so the nightgown won't creep up on you. <laughs> well, that's... Well, really, wrap it up and send it to my sister, Mrs. Florence Fenchel. Here's the address. Yes, sir. Oh, look, Jack, there's Rochester doing his Christmas shopping, too. Yeah, shh. I want to hear what he's getting. Can I do anything for you? Yes, I'm looking for a Christmas present for my boss. Perhaps if you told me something about your employer, I'd be able to make some suggestions. How old is he? That and what happened to the gas man are the two burning issues of Beverly Hills. <laughs> Well, you can't go wrong if you get him a nice scarf. We have some beautiful silk ones for $20. Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. Shh. Jack, he'll hear you. No, I'm afraid $20 is more than I had in mine. We also have some lovely ones for $15. That's still too much. $12.50? Uh-uh. Well, we have other gifts for about $10. Seven dollars $6? Five dollars? When you get down to a buck and a quarter, wrap it up! <laughs> well, that's not much of a gift. What does your boss usually give you for Christmas? A brand new dollar bill and a lecture on the evils of wine, women, and song. <laughs> oh. Well, look, if he's that kind of a man, why do you keep working for him? Well, it's kind of hard to explain. But he's good, thoughtful, kind, considerate, and he gives me his old toupee to cover my bicycle seat. <laughs> oh. Well, here's a nice red scarf, which is really an excellent buy. I'd rather take this one here. The color will match his eyes. Are his eyes blue? Bluer than the waters of Lake Louise under a sultry summer sky. <laughs> oh, are you a beaver? No, but I work like one. Uh, uh, Jack, uh, what did he mean by that? I don't know, Mary. Some little joke, I guess. Now, come on, let's go and see. Oh, Mary. Mary, I just thought of something. Not again. Come on with me. It'll only take a minute. Oh, clerk. Clerk. Here's the package. I got it up from the delivery room. I'll go on and sign the card. No, no, no. That's not important now. I want to change the wallet. What? 
Instead of the $40 one, I'll take the one that costs $1.98. Gee, he was such a young fellow, too. <laughs> well, I'll take the $1.98 wallet and put the money in his hand. <laughs> Come on, Mary, let's go. I wonder if we have to... Oh, look who's here. Hey, Don! Don! Oh, hi, Jack. Hello, Mary. Gee, what trouble I'm having in this store. Wish I didn't have such a big stomach. Why? Well, it seems there's a piano missing, and they searched me three times. <laughs> Have you bought your wife's present yet? Oh, yes, I did that yesterday. But today I bought a gift for our gardener. Your gardener? Well, what'd you buy him? A $40 wallet. <laughs> a $40 wallet? For your gardener? Jack, the only other ones they had were $1.98, and I wouldn't give that to a dog. <laughs> well, you can start barking, brother, and Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Merry See you later. Come on, Mary, let's go home. And now, ladies and gentlemen, as is our custom every Christmas, at this time, Dennis Day will sing Ava Maria. Yeah. 
Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of my sponsors and my entire staff, I want to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. 65 American. The Jack Benny program presented by Lucky Strike. Be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky, strike, be happy, go lucky, go lucky strike today. My Christmas list is quite complete. I wrote it with great ease. I simply said a hundred packs of LSMFTs. I'm Santa Claus, I'm working hard, I'm filling up my sleigh With milder, richer, lucky strike to brighten Christmas Day Be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky strike Be happy, go lucky, go lucky strike today Truly, this is the time of the year to be happy, go lucky For luckies give you all the smoking enjoyment you want in a cigarette That perfect combination of real mildness and rich, true tobacco taste you see, only fine tobacco gives you both perfect mildness and rich taste. And LSMFT, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And remember, the gay Lucky Strike Christmas cartons, specially created by the famous designer Raymond Loy, make perfect Christmas gifts. So add to the joys of the season by giving your family and friends Lucky Strike cigarettes in their colorful holiday wrapping. Then everybody can be happy, go lucky. Be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky, strike, be happy, go lucky, go lucky, strike today. The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, the Sportsman Fortnette, and yours truly, Don Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go out to Jack Benny's home in Beverly Hills. At the moment, Jack is out doing his Christmas shopping, and Rochester's just leaving to do his. Well, I've got all the windows shut. Guess I can go. Uh-oh. What's this on the desk? Hmm, a, le a letter in Mr. Benny's handwriting. Dear Santa, Christmas is almost here, and it would make me very happy if you gave me a train. <laughs> When Mr. Benny wants a train, he wants a train. This letter isn't addressed to Santa Claus, it's to Santa Fe. <laughs> well, they may send him one, he's mentioned them enough. <laughs> well, I'll mail a letter when I... Mr. Benny's residence, star stage screen radio, and we'll tell you what the thing is for 50 cents. Hello, this is the credit manager of the Beverly Hills department store. Yes? There's a Mr. Jack Benny in my office opening a charge account, and I'm merely calling to verify his identification. I'll be happy to answer any questions. Uh, thank you. Uh, first, would you give me a general description of Mr. Benny? Yes, sir. He's got muscles like Burt Lancaster, shoulders like Clark Gabriel, and a chest like Victor Mature. Uh, wait a minute. Does he look like that to you? Yes, but after Christmas, he shrinks a little. <laughs> I see. 
what you're getting at. But now for his actual description, is he about uh, five foot nine? Uh-huh. Does he weigh about 160? Uh-huh. Are his eyes blue? Bluer than the cork in a bottle of grape juice. <laughs> Just a moment. Say they are! (laughs) Now, uh, just one more question. Does Mr. Benny have a savings account? Oh, yes, yes, several. Where? California Bank, Security Bank, Farmers and Merchants Bank, First National Bank, Citizens Bank, and the Banks of the Wabash. (laughs) Banks of the Wabash? He buried some there when he was a boy. Oh, well, I think I have enough information. Thank you. You're welcome. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, Mr. Benny, it gives me great pleasure to present you with this credit card. and We're very proud to have you as one of our customers. Well, thank you. Come on, Mary, now I can do my Christmas shopping. And I'm going to buy your present first. Oh, thanks. Gosh, this store sure is crowded. There's a mob around every counter. Gee, look at the way those women are pushing. Yeah, and you know, Mary, I can't understand one thing about women. All year long, they're so helpless. You have to open the door for them. They can't light their own cigarettes. They cling to your arm as you walk down the street. They're as delicate as butterflies. And then, about two weeks before Christmas, a mad glint comes into their eyes. (laughs) Armed with umbrellas for gouging and handbags for slugging, they march down Wilshire Boulevard yelling, hit them again, hit them again, harder, harder. Jack, stop kidding. Kidding? Mary, I was in a department store yesterday and a little gray-haired old lady, couldn't have been over five feet tall, put down her cane and yanked a washing machine right out of my arm. (laughs) When I tried to stop her, she kicked my hat off. Well, Jack, it wasn't your washing machine. Why'd you try to stop her? It was a demonstrator and my shirt was in it. Come on, let's do some shopping. Okay, I want to buy a Lady Esther makeup kit for my sister, babe, and some gloves for myself. I'll see you later. Okay. Now, let's see. I think I'll buy Mary a watch. Yeah, that'll be nice. Back home again in Indiana. That's where I long to be. When I dream about the moonlight on the Wabash. Gee, I wonder if anybody dug around there lately. (laughs) Oh, well. Let's see, where's the jewelry counter? I better find out. Oh, I beg your pardon, mister. Are you the floor walker? (laughs) Will you... Will you please tell me where the jewelry counter is? I can, but I won't. Why not? This is my lunch hour. Your lunch hour? Certainly. Do you think I always have mayonnaise on my carnation? (laughs) Now, wait a minute. I just want to find... Never mind. I'll find it myself. Wise guy, the counter's right in back of me. How do you do, sir? May I help you? Yes, yes. I'd like to look at a watch, please. Is it for a man, a woman, or a dog? (laughs) A dog? This is Beverly Hills, you know. (laughs) 
Well, I want a lady's rich wristwatch. <laughs> Not a rich one, a lady's wristwatch. I don't know any dogs. <laughs> well, let's see. Now, here's our new Senator McCarthy model. It has only one hand on it. One hand? Well, how do you tell time? Every hour it comes up and slugs you. <laughs> well, it's cute, all right, but I'd like something a little more practical. Say, here's an awfully nice one. I think Mary would really like this. That's $120. Oh. <laughs> With that fly speck, I thought it said 12. <laughs> They warned me about you. Put down that fly. Now look, miss. <laughs> Here's a nice watch for $12. Well, that's just what I want. I'll take it. Here's your money. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. I didn't mean to give you cash. I just opened a charge account. Well, it's too late now. I already rang it up. Well, all right. Say, this watch is a beauty. Mm -hmm, it certainly is. And it has an unbreakable crystal. Here, try it out. No, no, I'll take your word for it. Go ahead, take this little hammer and hit it. No, no, I don't think I ought to, really. I... Go ahead. That's why we keep this little hammer here. Well, all right. <laughs> hmm. Shall I wrap it up now? Wrap it up? You mean sweep it up. And give me back my $12. Oh, I'm sorry, but I cannot return your money. Oh, you can't. I'll get my money back if Just I have to... Just a moment. Oh, Mr. Nelson. <laughs> oh, him again. What is it, Miss Valley? This man broke a watch with a hammer, and he wants his money back. Well, certainly I broke the watch, but she told me to. She told you to? Yes. Well, haven't you got a mind of your own? <laughs> Well, certainly I have a mind my own, but this young lady told me it was unbreakable. Young? Why, she's 42 if she's a day. <laughs> We're not arguing about that. I want my money back. Oh, give it to him, Miss Valance, before he bites somebody. Yes. Here you are. Boy, what a sore loser. <laughs> Well, it's certainly a fine store to do business with. You walked in, Tallulah. Nobody dragged you. <laughs> oh, quiet. Now, where did Mary go? Oh, there she is over there. Uh, I like these. I'll take these suede gloves, please. Yes, ma'am. That'll be $10.95. Here you are. Thank you. Say, aren't you Mary Livingston? Yes. You used to work at the May Company, didn't you? Well, yes, yes, I did. Well, don't you remember me, Blanche Nudnik? <laughs> oh, yes, you sold garbage disposals. That's right. Uh, how come you left? I had to quit. Sales girls were disappearing right and left. <laughs> Mary, since you left the May Company, you sure have gone up. I've gone, but you've got your directions mixed. <laughs> oh, Mary, Mary. Yes, Jack. Did you get my present? Not yet, Mary. I'm going to buy Don's present first, but I don't know what to get for him. Why, Jack, I thought that was settled. Last night when we were all at Ciro's, you put your arm around Don and said, 
Donzi, you've been such a pal to me that this Christmas I'm going to give you a pair of diamond cufflinks. Last night I had four glasses of sherry. I'm all right now, so where's the handkerchief come? <laughs> well, you go on, Jack. I'll meet you back here in 50 minutes. Uh, what time is it now? I don't know. I'll find out. Uh, pardon me, can you tell me the time? <laughs> Thank you. It's three o'clock. <laughs> What do you know? A clocker spaniel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See you later. Well, let's see. I'll get Don some handkerchiefs. Then for Phil... Hiya, bud. Long time no see. Huh? Oh, hello. Every time I go shopping, I run to that racetrack tout. Now, let's see. Where's the handkerchief department? Uh, pardon me, miss. Uh, would you mind waiting on me, please? Why, yes, sir. What can I do for you all? Well, honey, child, you the same little gal waiting on me last year. You from Alabama, ain't you? I sure am. Are you all from the South? Am I all from the South, honey? When I was born, the doctor held me up on my feet and slapped my little ham hock with a candid yam. <laughs> Mr. Jefferson Davis, if it ain't little old Phil Harris. Yeah, that's me. They purchased Louisiana because I was in it. <laughs> now, let me see. What can I get for my wife? Have you any suggestions? Well, here's something very beautiful in a sheer negligee, ankle length and trim with lace. Hey, that looks all right. I'll take two of them and embroider them his and hers. <laughs> Yeah, I like to look nice around the pool. Well, I'll have it wrapped up for you in just a little old minute. Now, wait right here, Mr. Harris. Yes, ma'am. Oh, Mary. Mary. Oh, here I am, Jack. Say, Mary, I just thought of a wonderful gift for Don Wilson. You know, he's been playing a lot of golf lately. I know, Jack. As a matter of fact, I gave him the golf bag. Say, that's right. And Phil gave him the clubs. Well, Mary, the gift I'm thinking about will tie right in. Although, I don't know whether to give him a dozen or a dozen and a half. Well, Jack, I think a dozen golf balls would be wonderful. Golf balls? I was thinking about tees. <laughs> Oh, Jack, you wouldn't. Well, Mary, it's the least I can do. Not if you put your mind to it. Yeah, that's what I'll give him, golf tees. Come on, let's take the elevator. The sporting goods apartment is on the mezzanine. Uh, wait a minute, Jack. You told me this morning you wanted to get something for little Stevie, the president of the Beverly Hills Beavers. Oh, yes. Well, here's the toy department. Good. I think I'll try and get him a Buck Rogers gun. Hey, Jack, look at that cute little toy gas station. It's got a grease rack and everything. <laughs> well, you got it right this time, didn't you? Now, let's see. Where's the clerk? Here he comes. Oh, yeah. Dear, welcome to Toyland. What can I do for you? <laughs> look, I'm interested in a Buck Rogers gun for a little boy. Dear, well, I don't know if we got one, but here's a novelty that all the kids is crazy about. A chemistry set. <laughs> a chemistry set? Yeah. You know, it's a science thing with a lot of chemicals. 
Oh, you mean chemical. Uh, take it, Jack. It'll make a beautiful Christmas present. <laughs> Mary, well, it's nice, all right, but I'm interested in a Buck Rogers gun. Well, here's something the kids like. It's not only fascinating, but entertaining as well. A mama doll. <laughs> a mama doll? But this is for a little... Look, I'll show you how it works. Gee. Ain't that the nuts? <laughs> yeah, a mama doll is a lovely gift, but you see, I want something for a little boy. So what? I used to have a mama doll when I was a kid, but me big brother broke it. And when I woke up the next morning, there was my poor little dolly with the head all smashed to pieces. <laughs> Well, I'm, I, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Can I buy you a hanky? <laughs> yes, here you are. Now, look, mister, what I really want is a Buck Rogers gun. If you haven't got it, just say so, and then I'll... Oh, Jack, here's one. Isn't this what you want? Yes, yes, that's it. Look, Mary, you just pull back the lever like this, and then... <laughs> Gee, that's funny. Hey, mister, what's the matter with this? It doesn't work. What's wrong with it? Well, I just pulled back this lever and the spring snapped out of it. Yous broke it and yous is going to pay for it. I am not going to pay for it. You is too. No, I'm not, and you can't hold me responsible. Just a minute, Mr. Nelson! <laughs> oh, it's you again. What have you done now, little man? I didn't do anything. I picked up this gun and it doesn't work. The reason it don't work is because you broke it. I did no such thing, did I, Mary? <laughs> no, you broke the mama doll. I didn't break the mama doll. It was this guy's brother years ago. When I woke up in the morning, the poor little head was all smashed to pieces. <laughs> Oh, now look, Mr. Floor. All I came in here for was the Buck Rogers gun. And if you haven't got one that works, I'll go someplace else. <laughs> You're not going until you pay for the one you built. Oh, all right, all right, I'll pay for it. Put it on my charger car. <laughs> what a storm. I never saw a store like this. Come on, Mary. I want to get those golf tees for Don. Uh, they're on the mezzanine. I'll wait for you here. Okay. I'll take the elevator. See, all the elevators are up. Number five is coming down. I'll take that one. Hey, Bud. <laughs> Bud. Who, me? Yeah, yeah. Come here a minute. <laughs> What do you want? Where are you going? Upstairs. Which elevator are you taking? Number five. Uh-uh. What? Take number three. Number three? It'll beat five to the top by two and a half floors. But number five is about to go up. I know, but she's carrying too much weight. Well, I don't know what to do. What about number one? Yeah. 
Number one is a local that can't go the distance. Well, how about number two? Slow starter. Now, be smart and take elevator number three. Just look at the breeding. The breeding? It's out of General Electric by Otis. Well, this really doesn't make any difference. I'm only Christmas shopping. Well, okay, it's your dough. I wonder where he gets his information. Did you get what you wanted? No, I haven't gone up yet. Oh, come on, I'll go with you. Here's the elevator. All right. Get things settled. Mezzanine, please. Gee, that's funny, Mary. Four guys running the elevator. Second floor. Christmas toys for girls and boys. Sweaters, shirts, and clothes. Corset stays, men's toupees, Kleenex for your nose. You will like Lucky Strike. Buy them here because they're round and firm and fully packed, just like Santa Claus. Fellas, you passed my floor. I want to get off at the mezzanine. Third floor. Fellas, the mezzanine. Here you'll find Venetian blinds, pool and billiard cues. Movie reels, rubber heels, boots and button shoes. Coaster bikes, lucky strikes. Try one and you'll see. Be happy and go lucky strikes. Smoke LSMFT. Fellas, take me down. Look, I want the mezzanine. I don't want to go up any higher. Fourth floor. Pots and Fellas, pans, mezz- garbage cans, silverware and knives. Buggy whips and pillow slips, china wear and chives. Cartons of smokes you love, give them to a friend. Stock up now with Lucky Strike, that milder, richer blend. Fellas, please, look at I wanted the mezzanine. I asked for the mezzanine. Fifth floor! Fellas, look at the mezzanine. Holes, I want to buy some. Violins that fit your chins, shovels, rakes, and balls. Railroad spikes, Lucky Strikes, get them on this floor. Once you smoke a Lucky Strike, we're sure that you want more. Look, boys, I want to finish shopping. Take me down to the mezzanine. Going down. Mezzanine, gasoline, alligator bags, coats and boats and billy goats and girdles if it sags. Let us off, let us off, we've got things to do. Merry Christmas to you all, and a happy I want to buy Don Wilson's gift and go home. Now, let's see. Where would we find jingle the golf Jingle bells, team? jingle bells, jingle all the way. Well, hello, Mr. Kitzel. Hello, Mr. Benny. <laughs> well, I see the Yule time is catching up with you. You too, Miss Livingston. Yes. Are you doing your Christmas shopping, Mr. Kitzel? Oh, oh, oh. Look at this arm loaded with bundles. The things I am buying. What's in that big package there? Well, this is a beautiful fur coat, and I'm bringing it home to my wife. Well, that's nice. What is it, uh, fox or sable? On the label, it's sable. In the box, it's fox. <laughs> I see. Are you getting any other presents? Yes, I'm also buying for the whole family a television set. Oh, that's wonderful. There are a lot of good programs on now. Yes, and I'm such a fan. Now I can stay home and watch Ed Solomon's Toast of the Town, yeah. Martin Cohen, Private Eye, Kukla Friend and Molly, but my favorite of all is Faye Edelson. <laughs> That's Emerson. Emerson. Emerson Edelson. She sends me. 
Well, I gotta finish my shopping. I hope you have a nice Christmas, Mr. Kitzel. Thank you, and a happy all to you. You too, Miss Livingston. Thank you, Mr. Kitzel. <laughs> I gotta get that gift for Don. Oh, by the way, Mary, did you uh, did you finish your shopping? Yes, I just got my sister Babe a Max Factor makeup kit. Max Factor? I thought you said you were going to get Babe uh, a Lady Esther. If we can just get her to look like Max, it'll be an improvement. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Come on, Mary. The sporting goods department is right over there. Hey, look! Here comes Don now. Oh yes. Hello, Don. Hello, Jack. Mary. You doing your Christmas shopping, Don? Yes, Jack. And by the way, this morning I got your Christmas cards. You mean card, don't you, Don? No cards. I bought four dozen. Yes, yes, he gets a professional discount, you know. <laughs> well, Don, it's quite a coincidence running into you because I was just on my way to buy your present. Oh, really, Jack? What are you getting me? I'll see if you can guess, Don. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, a sports shirt? No. A uh, mm. silk robe? No. <laughs> Movie camera? No. Am I getting warm? Like Admiral Byrd. <laughs> Mary, please. Keep guessing, Don. Gold cufflinks. No, no, no. Keep guessing. Oh, Jack, you're such a tease. That's it. Mary. I want him to be surprised. I love to watch his big fat face light up on Christmas. Come on now, we haven't much time. See you later, Don. Okay, bye. Gee, I wish I knew what to buy my mother for a Christmas present. For your mother? Yeah. Oh, I know. I'll get her one of these. What size is this one? 38. No, that'll be a little too small. What size is this one here? That's a 44. Oh, that's fine. Put some bullets in it and wrap it up. <laughs> yes, sir. Send it to Mrs. Patrick Day and put a card in it saying, Merry Christmas and be sure to listen to Dennis Day next Thursday night on Suspense. Oh, you're going to be on Suspense? Yeah, I've got so many shows now, I drive Hooper nuts. <laughs> well, um, getting back to the gun, I'm a little reluctant to sell it to you. Does your mother know how to use a gun? Oh, sure. She's a crack shot. Every morning she practices shooting an apple off my father's head. <laughs> no. Yeah, she only missed once. What? Now it doesn't make any difference if Papa sits in front of me while I'm watching television. <laughs> I see. Now, uh, is there anything else you'd like to buy? Oh, yes, I'd like to get something for Jack Benny. Something very expensive. Very expensive? Yeah, the poor old man only has one show. <laughs> oh, well, uh, let's see if we can find something nice for him. Well, here we are, Mary. Here's the sporting goods apartment. Now, I'll get Don's gift and we can go home. Oh, clerk. Yes, sir? Uh, I'd like to buy Say, some... Say, your face looks familiar. Didn't I wait on you before? I don't know. Now, I'd like to buy... Now I remember you. Once you bought a pair of shoelaces from me. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, I'd like to buy... It was five years ago. You couldn't make up your mind whether to get plastic tips or metal tips. Oh, oh, are you the fellow? Yes, I recovered, but my hair never did come back in. <laughs> Now, what can I do for you? Well, I'd like to buy some golf tees. Golf tees? Certainly. Here you are. Well, and they're gift wrapped, too. Yes, and you'll find the celluloid tees are every bit as good as the wooden ones. Oh. Are there, t are there two kinds? I had to tell them yet. 
see, I don't know whether to get the wooden ones or the celluloid ones. Look, mister. The wooden ones break easily, but then the celluloid... Please, mister, don't do what you did with the shoelaces. Huh? I remember how you kept coming back. First you'd get plastic tips, then you'd change the metal tips, the plastic tips, the metal tips. Well, it was a hard decision to make. Now, mister, I... Plastic tips, metal tips, plastic tips, metal tips. Uh, Jack, let's go. The rest of his hair is falling out. Wait a minute. And you came back again and again and again. Mister. All the other clerks went home, but I had to stay. Look, mister, I... But you're not going to do it to me this year. Good job. Plastic tips, metal tips, plastic tips, metal tips. Mister. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out. Mister, look. Plastic tips, metal tips. Mister, I'm not getting it this time. Everybody else had fun, but here I had to stay. Come on, Mary. Plastic tips, metal tips. Look, I didn't Here are some tuneful suggestions for Christmas gifts. Be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky, strike, be happy, go lucky, go lucky, strike today. If you have smokers on your list, then take a tip from me in cigarettes, tobacco counts, and LSMFT. Give lucky cartons to your friends, they're gaily decked with holly And filled with greater smoking joy to make this Christmas jolly Be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky, strike, be happy, go lucky, go lucky, strike today Believe me friends, those Lucky Strike Christmas cartons, specially created by the famous designer Raymond Loy Are a wonderful way to say Merry Christmas to your family and friends Everyone will enjoy Lucky's happy blending of perfect mildness and rich taste. Perfect mildness? Scientific tests confirmed by three independent consulting laboratories prove Lucky Strike is milder than any other principal brand. And as for rich taste, well, only fine tobacco gives you rich, true tobacco taste. And LSMFT, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So to add to the joys of the holiday season, Put Lucky Strike Christmas cartons on your shopping list and be happy, go lucky. Be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky, strike, be happy, go lucky, go lucky, strike today. Good night, everybody. Be sure to hear Dennis Day and the Day on the Life of Dennis Day. Stay tuned to the Dennis Day and the Show that immediately. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. The Jack Benny Program, transcribed, presented by Lucky Strike. And now, a word of interest to smokers. For years, you've heard talk, double talk, words about noses, words about throats, empty promises. Cigarette advertising is filled with them. Now, this smokescreen of double talk is swept away by facts, not claims. Facts. The facts are that Lucky's fine, mild, good-tasting tobacco goes into a cigarette that's made better, that's fully packed, that has no annoying loose ends to spoil the taste. A cigarette that's made better in every way. Yes, the facts are that Lucky Strike, by a wide margin, is the best made of all five principal brands of cigarettes. Facts proven by a month-after-month quality comparison based on tests certified to be impartial, fair, and identical. And these tests, these facts, are verified by leading laboratory consultants. For example, Foster D. Snell, Incorporated of New York City, reports, In our opinion, the properties measured are all important factors affecting the taste 
of cigarette smoke. We conclude that Lucky Strike is the best made of the five major brands. Yes, Lucky's taste better. Always so mild, so smooth, so firm and fresh, with better taste in every puff. So prove to yourself the proven facts. Don't be misled by the smokescreen of claims made by other cigarettes. Remember the facts and enjoy really fine, mild, good-tasting tobacco in the cigarette that tops all five principal brands for quality. The cigarette that tastes better. Lucky Strike. Try a carton today. Be happy, go lucky, go lucky, strike today. The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Betty with Barry Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, the Sportsman Quartet, and yours truly, Don Wilson. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go down to a local department store where Jack and Mary have gone to do their Christmas shopping. Gosh, Mary, no matter how early you do your Christmas shopping, the stores are always crowded. Yeah. Now, let's see. I have to get a present for my producer, my sound effects men, my engineer, my script girl. Uh, by the way, Jack, what are you giving your four riders? My four riders? Oh, something they can really use. Uh, what's that? A fifth rider. <laughs> Now, Mary, I know what to get everybody in the cast but Don Wilson. Have you any suggestions? Well, the jewelry counter's over there. Why don't you get him a nice pair of cufflinks? Say, that's a good idea. Come on, Mary. Here we are. Yes, sir, what can I do for you? I, uh, I'd like to see some cufflinks. Huh? Well, we have a large variety. All these you see here are $1.98. $1.98? Yes, sir. Uh, Jack, here's some better-looking cufflinks in this case. Oh, yes. I think Don would like this pair. Yeah. They're solid gold. Gold? Uh, uh, how, how much are they? Forty dollars. Forty dollars? The cheap ones turn green. He sure did, didn't he? <laughs> Look, Jack, Don has been with you 18 years. It's about time you got him something nice. You know, Mary, you're right. I'm going to get Don these gold cufflinks. He deserves it. Mister, I'll take these $40 cufflinks. Yes, sir. Does that include the engraving? Uh, yes, yes, we do it right here. It only takes a few minutes. Good. Now, clerk, <laughs> these cufflinks are for a friend of mine named Don Wilson. So put a D on one cufflink and a W on the other. Yes, sir. Have them gift wrap and see that Mr. Wilson gets it before Christmas. Uh, CBS Hollywood. Yes, sir. Come on, Mary. Let's go to the sporting goods section. I want to pick out something for Phil. Uh, uh, wait a minute, Jack. I want to stop at the hosiery counter first. Okay. Uh, may I help you? Uh, yes, I'd like to see some nylons, please. Uh, surely. Are they for yourself? No, they're for my sister. Oh, you're buying something for, uh, for babe? Yes. Stocking? Uh -huh. uh, what size? Sixteen and a half. <laughs> I, I beg your pardon. Uh, what size stocking did you say? 
16 and a half. Madam, the boxes don't come that big. Mary, maybe you made a mistake. Babe's feet can't be that large. Yes, they are, Chad. That's why she's in such demand during the grape crushing season. <laughs> Oh, well, Mary, why don't you get her, uh, her present later? I like to finish my shopping first. Uh, just a minute, Jack. As long as we're here at the stocking counter, I want to buy a pair for myself. Mary, you don't have to buy stockings. I was going to give you some for Christmas. I'll buy my own. I wore the stockings you gave me last year, and everybody thought I was a nurse. <laughs> well, how do I know what kind you want? Now, hurry up, Mary, because I want to pick out something for Phil. Can I help you, young man? Huh? I said, can I help you? Oh, are you a clerk? Just for the Christmas rush. I'm really Glenn McCarthy, and I'm only working here to pay my income tax. <laughs> oh. Well, gee, I I'd like to get something for my parents. Your mother and father, eh? Yeah, how did you know? <laughs> Oh, I just figured it out. Oh, well, I think I'll get my mother a new corset. Well, uh, don't you think she should come down and pick out her own corset? Oh, mother hasn't left the house for three days. Was she sick? No, the string broke on her old one. She can't get through the door. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, we were spending a quiet evening at home and all of a sudden, boing! <laughs> Stays flew in all directions. Oh, my goodness. Was anybody hurt? No, but my father got pinned to the wall. <laughs> well, anyway, wrap up that size 44 corset and I'll take it with me. Yes, sir. Now, let's see, Mary. The sporting goods counter should be... Hello, Mr. Beanie. Well, hello. Mr. Kitzel. I see the Yule time is catching up with you. You too, Miss Livingstone. Yes. Are you doing your Christmas shopping, Mr. Kitzel? Ooh. <laughs> I'm a busy boy. Look at these armful of bundles. Ooh, the things I am buying. For my wife, I'm getting a house coat, and for my nephew, I'm getting some electric trains. Oh, Lionel? No, his name is Sam. <laughs> Oh. Well, excuse me, Mr. Benny. I got to run over to the liquor department and buy a present for my brother. I'm going to get him some of that very expensive imported brandy. Uh, Napoleon? No, his name is Lionel. <laughs> oh. Well... <laughs> Good to see you. Goodbye, Mr. Penny. Goodbye, Mr. Kitzel, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Mr. Kitzel. Same to you. You better not pout. You better not try. Better watch out. I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> Now, let's see. Where was I going? Jack, you better get Phil's present. I think the sporting goods is over here. 
Yeah, we'll go over and... Oh, just a minute, Mary. What's the matter? I've been thinking about Don's gift. I'm afraid I had it engraved wrong. I'm going back to the jewelry department. Come on. Oh, clerk, clerk. Yes, sir? Remember me? I bought a $40 pair of gold cufflinks here a few minutes ago, and I'd like to change the engraving. But, mister, I've already got it wrapped with ribbon and tinsel and everything. I'm sorry, but I want you to change the engraving, so you'll have to open it up. But, mister... Now, please, I'm a customer here. Now, open it up. Okay. Now, what do you want? Well, the way it is now, there's a D on one cufflink and a W on the other. Now, I'd like you to put both initials on each one of them. Okay, I'll go fix it. Jack, that's ridiculous. What's wrong with the way it was? Well, with Don Wilson, it's the only sensible thing to do. See, when Don wears them, people will see the D on one cuff link, and they'll be curious to see what's on the other one. And I want to save them that long walk. <laughs> now, clerk, wrap it nicely with the tinsel and the ribbon. I'll wrap it, I'll wrap it. <laughs> Come on, Mary, now we can go to the sporting goods department. Now, oh, here we are. Gee, they sure have a nice assortment of guns and hunting equipment, Jack. Yes, I think I should be able to get something for Phil here. Oh, clerk! Clerk! Well, you're back again this year! <laughs> Would you mind helping me? Uh, certainly, across which aisle? <laughs> now, don't be so smart. Jack, don't start an argument with him. Just buy Phil's present. Look, I came here to get something for a friend of mine. Now, he's the rugged type. Well, there's always camping equipment. Does he sleep outdoors, Mark? Yeah, sometimes right in front of his house. <laughs> oh! Gee, I don't know what to get him. Well, while you're making up your little mind, I'll wait on another customer. Okay, do you mind if I fool around with this gun? Go right ahead, it's loaded. <laughs> Gosh, you know, Mary, it's hard to buy something for Phil. Um, maybe you'd like this fishing rod. Yeah, say, that might be nice. Oh, clerk. Just a minute, I have other customers. Yes, sir, I'll wait. Huh? Uh, that'll be 876, madam. Have you decided on that tennis racket, young man? Good, that'll be twelve seventy-five. Gosh. Ouch! Finally got your nose caught in it. <laughs> Come on. Never mind. Just give me that fishing rod. Now wrap it up and I'll call for it later. Come on, Mary. Well, uh oh, don't say anything. Here comes Phil now. Hiya, Jackson. I. Hello, Livy, you little fugitive from the doll counter, you. <laughs> Hello, Phil. You're certainly carrying a lot of packages. Yeah, I've been shopping all day. Got presents for everybody. How about you two? Well, I'm nearly finished with my shopping. Five bucks is almost gone, huh? <laughs> Phil, for your information, I just spent $40 on Don Wilson. What'd you do, take him to lunch? <laughs> no, I... Look out, Phil, one of your packages is slipping. Huh? Yeah, yeah, there it goes. Mm. 
Darn it, now I gotta get Remley another present <laughs> Mary, let's move away I'm getting dizzy here <laughs> See you later, Phil So long, kid Goodbye, Bye, Phil. Phil Come on, Mary I still have to buy something for my sister Florence Oh, Jack, look There's Santa Claus Yeah, look at him With his red suit and white beard Uh, Jack, he's coming toward us I'm gonna talk to him Hello, Santa. Hiya, bud. Huh? Long time no see. Come on, Mary. Let's get away from here. Uh, uh, Jack, uh, uh... Wasn't that the... Yes, yes, that's the tout I always see at the racetrack. Imagine him, of all people, being Santa Claus. Well, let's see, I think I might get something for my sister. Oh, Jack, Jack! Oh, hello, Don. Oh, hello, Don. Oh, hello, Mary. Oh, gee, what trouble I'm having in this store. Sure, I didn't have such a big stomach. Why? Well, it seems there's a piano missing, and they've searched me three times. <laughs> well, it's your old fault, Don. You should die at once in a while. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, say, Jack, I'm glad I bumped into you. Do you think our sponsor would appreciate an unusual gift like this? Don, what's so unusual about that? It's just a clock. Oh, no, no, Mary. It's not just a clock. It's a syncopated clock. A syncopated clock? Yeah, I'll show you how it works. Wait till I wind it up. It works all right, but not exactly quite. Instead of going tick-tock, tick, the crazy clock goes tock-tick-tock. Experts come to hear and see, but none of them can solve the mystery. We called Professor Einstein, too. He said, there's nothing I can do. The man who made it raved and raved because nobody could say why this silly clock behaved the hickory-dickory way. It has a single pale take, a steady rhythm, really kind of slick. It has a beat that we all like, as pleasing as a lucky strike. Mm-hmm. Lucky, lucky, lucky strike. Mm-hmm. Round and firm and fully packed. Mm-hmm. Better tasting. That's a fact. So man's light up a lucky, up on a lucky strike, the smoke that Oh, darn it, it's running down. I'll wind it up again. That's the cigarette for you and me. Round and firm and fully packed. There's no loose ends and that's a fact. L-S-L-S-M-F-T. Better tasting private than you see. Here's the smoke that you will like. So let's all light up. Lucky strike. Don, that's a wonderful gift, and I'm sure the sponsor will be crazy about it. I thought you'd like it. But, Jack, when I send it to him, should I sign the card just Don or be more formal and sign my full name, Donald Harlow Wilson? Donald Harlow Wilson? Oh, you know him well enough to sign it, Don. No, I guess so. 
Well, I gotta run along now. I gotta get a present for my wife. So long. So, so long. long. Say, Mary, did you hear that? What? Don's got a middle name, Harlow. <laughs> I didn't know that. So what? So what? Marry his cufflinks. <laughs> Don would never forgive me if I left out his middle initial. Jack, you mean you're going... I'll be back in a minute. I'm going to get that engraving changed. <laughs> oh, clerk, clerk. Yes, sir, what can I... Oh, it's you again. <laughs> I've got a... I've got a slight change for you in that engraving. Oh, no. No, no. Oh, it's your buy the gift. Then I engrave the gift. Then I wrap the gift. Then you change your mind about the engraving. Then I unwrap the gift. Then I re-engrave the gift. Then I wrap the gift. Now you want me to change the engraving again. Well, never mind that. Just unwrap the gift. I've already sent it down to the delivery department. Well, you'll just have to go down there and get it. What was wrong with it? <laughs> there was nothing wrong with it. It's just that I'd like to add some more engraving. More engraving? Look, mister, that ain't a tombstone, it's a cufflink. I uh, know, I know. I want to add his a Mitchell, uh, his uh, middle. Uh... I, want... I want to add his middle initial, H. Now go get my package. All right, all right. I'll get it, I'll get it. I'll get it. What an eccentric character. <laughs> well, Mary, that takes care of that. Well, thank heaven. Now, let's finish your shopping. Say, Mary, what do you think I ought to get for my sister Florence? Well, I don't know. Uh, lingerie might be nice. Uh, yeah, say, that sounds pretty good. Oh, look, Jack. There's Rochester doing his Christmas shopping, too. Yeah, I want to I see what he's getting. Can I do anything for you? Yeah, I'm looking for a Christmas present for my boss. Your boss, eh? Well, would you like something in a necktie? I don't know. That might be all right. Well, what kind would you like? What kind of a man is your boss? Well, he ain't exactly the vigorous type like Errol Flynn. And he... <laughs> he ain't exactly quite like Gary Cooper. And then again, he ain't exactly bashful like Jimmy Stewart. And on the other hand, he ain't the aggressive type like Humphrey Bogart. Well, what type is he? I don't know what he is. I just know what he ain't. <laughs> hmm. Well, here's a nice necktie that will fit any type of man. And it's only $3.50. $3.50? That isn't too much to spend on a present for your employer. Oh, it isn't that I don't want to spend the money, but I just can't afford it. He doesn't pay me much. Oh. Well, then here's a nice tie for 79 cents. How much down? <laughs> How do you like that? I really don't know what to get him. Let me ask you something. What does your boss usually give you for Christmas? Well... Well, what? Well, last year he gave me $5,000. He gave you $5,000? That's hard to believe. You wouldn't believe the truth, either. <laughs> well, 
come on, Mary, let's go. I want... Oh, Mary, I just thought of something about Don's cufflinks. Not again. Uh-huh, come with me. It'll only take a minute. Oh, clerk, clerk, here's the package. I got it up from the delivery room, and I added the extra initial. Oh, that's too bad. I, I want to change the cufflinks. What? Instead of the $40 ones, I'll take the ones that cost $1.98. Gee, he was such a young fellow. <laughs> well, I'll take the $1.98 cufflinks and put the money in his hand. <laughs> Come on, Mary, let's go. Jack, if you're going to buy lingerie for your sister Florence, I know just Mary, the kind that... Mary, look. Where? In the toy department. There's a little boy climbing on, up on, on Santa Claus's lap. Oh, yes. Let's listen. Hiya, Sonny. Hello, Hello, Santa Claus. What would you like St. Nick to bring you for Christmas? I'd like a toy. What kind? A bicycle. Uh-uh. <laughs> huh? Get a fire truck. Bicycle hasn't got a chance. Why not? Bicycle tires. Now, that is the worst choice you could make. What? Roller skates are no good in the mud. <laughs> well, in that case, I know what I'll do. What? Come here a minute. <laughs> Sonny, and uh, Merry Christmas. You know, Mary, if I didn't see that, I wouldn't believe it. You know? Well, come on, Jack. Let's buy your sister's present and go home. Okay. Well, here's the lingerie counter. Yeah. 
Uh, pardon me, but would you mind waiting on us? Uh, why not? <laughs> Your money's as good as anybody's. Hmm. Well, could you show me something in silk lingerie? Certainly. What's your size? <laughs> well, they're, they're not for me. Uh, they're for a sister, size 34. Okay. Here's a whole box of them. Uh, will you lay the lingerie out for us, please? Just a minute till I put my gloves on. Gloves? Touching that stuff with me bare hands makes me a nervous wreck. <laughs> What? Especially the black ones. <laughs> Look, mister, we haven't got all day. Show us something in a size 34. Okay. Here's a nice little garment. A genuine, pure silk nighty. Gee, that's awfully pretty. I think this would be very... Wait a minute, mister. What are all these little loops on the bottom of the nightgown? The loops? Yeah, the loops. <laughs> Yes, what are the loops for? When you go to bed, you hook them over your toes so the nightgown won't creep up on you. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. A gift wrap it and send it to my house. Yes, sir. Jack, here comes Don again. Oh, hello, Don. Have you bought your wife's present yet? Yeah, I finished all my shopping. I even bought something for the man who collects our garbage. Oh. Oh, what'd you buy him? $40 cufflinks. Don, $40 cufflinks for a man who just collects your garbage? Jack, the only others they had were $1.98, and I wouldn't give them to a dog. <laughs> well, you can start barking, brother, and Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Fido. See you later. Come on, Mary. Let's go home. Ladies and gentlemen, industry can produce the bombers and munitions, but only you can give the blood that is needed so badly. Make that appointment today. Call your local blood bank. In the Los Angeles area, the telephone number is Dunkirk 45261. Thank you. That will be back in just a moment, but first... Lucky's taste better. Yes, there's better taste in Lucky Strike because Lucky's fine, mild, good-tasting tobacco goes into the cigarette that tops all five principal brands for quality. Lucky Strike. These are not just claims. They are facts that prove Lucky's are made better in every way. Facts verified by leading laboratory consultants. One of these, Froling and Robertson of Richmond, Virginia, reports, it is our conclusion that Lucky Strike is the best made of these five major brands. So don't be misled by the smokescreen of claims and empty promises made by other cigarettes. Remember the proven facts of Lucky Strike quality. Enjoy the mild, rich taste of fine tobacco in the cigarette that smokes smoother because it's made better. The cigarette that tastes better, Lucky Strike. You'll prove it yourself by trying a carton of Lucky's today. Be happy, go lucky, be happy, get better taste, be happy, go lucky, go lucky, strike today.
Well, Mary, I've done all my Christmas shopping. I guess we can go home. Yeah, come on, let's... Well, Mr. Benny, imagine running into you again. Mr. Kitzel, I thought you finished your Christmas shopping. Well, I had to come back. I forgot to get a present for my boss. I'm buying him a cigarette lighter. Ronson? No, his name is Shapiro. <laughs> oh, well, good night, folks. This is John Wilson reminding you to listen to your hit parade with Guy Lombardo every Thursday night, presented by Lucky Strike. Consult your newspaper for time and station. Stay tuned for the Amos and Andy show, which follows immediately. The Jack Benny program is heard by our armed forces overseas through the facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. Transcribe. This is the CBS Radio Network.